Hi there, it's me, Tony T, and this is your Nerd of Godcast episode 65 Overture. Everyone has something that really grinds their gears, whether it's the way other people chew when they eat, or a song that gets stuck in your head, even something like Injustice or Man's Inhumanity to Man. Today, we're going to look at the right and wrong ways to get annoyed. Plus, we're hanging out with a couple of new friends, playing Obama Llama, and Scott Higa stops by to re-review Spider-Man Homecoming in this week's ICU-MCU. Before we get started, we wanted to remind you that we are a listener-supported show, and you can be a big part in helping us do what we do on air in shows from the comic shops to the game stops by supporting us on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash nerdofgodcast. Well, before this intro starts to annoy you, we'd better get on with the show. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture calls in to the American Top 40 request and dedications and sends the song, Did You Ever Know That You Were My Hero, Wind Beneath My Wings by Bette Midler to nerd culture, because they're just cool like that. My name is Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but guess what? I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always, is Steve-O Supremo. Hey, how's everybody doing? Oh, Steven, oh, what, is going, what is going on there, man? You've been gargling with broken glass? That voice, no, though. I have, I have lost my voice. Swear it's, to me. It started. Pewter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alfred. No. I, uh, I started losing my voice Sunday Look at my night. tears, Michael. <laughs> no, Taste I, the happy, Michael. Taste the happy tears. Are you, are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I just lost. I was really sick yesterday. But I started losing my voice Sunday, and then all day yesterday I was sick, but I'm I'm fine now. It's really funny because when he forgets that he was kind of sick, he just talks a little graspy. But when he when he remembers that he was sick, he also thought of get this dough, dough Tony, I'm not really sick right now. I didn't now. do that at all. You're doing it a little bit. I am a little stuffed up. <laughs> a little stuffed up. But I don't like it when you make fun of me. <laughs> Nobody does. Uh, moving right around, uh, often imitated, never duplicated, he is a mountain of a man. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. I'm a mountain man. <laughs> <laughs> I rule these lads. You have a flannel? You go grab my bear. A man of the woods. Kojak. <laughs> I here claim this mountain, Mountain Neff. <laughs> We're going to call him Grizzly Neff. It's like Grizzly Adams, but much sadder. Nephly Adams. <laughs> Nephly Adams. Nephly, Nephly Adams. Adams. I like that. That sounds like Pugsley's little brother. <laughs> Pugsley. P- Pugsley, Wednesday, cousin it. It's Nephly. Hello. Tish, Hello. that's French. Uh, all right, moving right across the table. Skipping over uh, some of our normal cast members, we're going to go straight to the official Ness EJ Nieves. It's your boy. Whether you want him to be or not. <laughs> Whether is. you want it or not, I'm your boy. He is okay? your boy. <laughs> he's like that second cousin. I'm your boy. He's, he's All of y'all's boy. <laughs> he's the, the baby Daddy? in the basket on your front doorstep. Mama? I'm your boy. I'm your boy. <laughs> Remember when I was a baby and you was my pappy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never thought about that. Like, I say it's your boy. And it's like, I mean, maybe somebody doesn't want me to be their boy. That's you know? That's the saddest thing I've ever it heard. Sad. 
But I'm gonna keep saying it because I'm y'all's boy. Now I'm imagining like EJ in like a like a big sporting event, and like everybody's are like all the all the people are around him, and they're like, "That's my boy!" <laughs> all in unison. <laughs> nice. It's nice to be wanted. And uh, we are missing some twins tonight. We are uh, conspicuously absent from our squared circle here is Jackie and Jess, the twins. But we are not down a single person because we have with us a couple of guests. And we're excited to introduce to you returning to the Nerd of Godcast for her third appearance. Is which means really that she is now a part of the show. Her uh, second scheduled appearance. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened with me. I'm just saying. Uh, the amazing Julia Cameron Colazzo. That's me. Hi, Julia. Hi, how are you doing? Julia, I'm swell. Fantastic. <laughs> so it's Jules. So <laughs> speaking of swell, it's sweltering in here. It is a little. It's a little. Sh- it's, it's a little schmutzy. It's a little schmutzy. You're gonna want to fan yourself out a little bit. You know, do the little fluffy with your shirt. Uh, try to get that air circulating up and up underneath the flaps. Oh, I wish this would be recorded because uh, everyone just started fluffing their shirts at the same time. You are the wind beneath <laughs> my shirt. If you believe, believe pixie dust. <laughs> shirt fluff. I do believe in air. I do believe in air. So Julia, you were last. Last year, uh, mm. like early in season two, so it's been a long time since you've been yeah, here. Uh, been. What have you been up to? Well, I've been going to school, and that's about what my life has been. There you <laughs> so. go. Right. There you have <laughs> there it. There it is. Now, for those that don't remember you, or for those that that maybe have you know never heard of you before, mm. uh, what what kind of stuff are you really into? Why are you qualified to be here on this nerdy Christian podcast? Well, I am a Christian. Okay, that's that's okay. so that's, that's half of it. Fifty percent, fifty percent. Okay, there it is. One in the Gwyn column. I like anime. Oh, you oh. like anime? What, what kind of anime what do you, you like? Down to? Um, well, it's mostly girly, girly anime. Miraculous Ladybug. Are High School? Mm, sometimes it's the maybe. only girly anime I know of. All I right. don't know. The only like cool anime I like is Soul Eater. I, I don't know any of the animes, so um, I, I'm very bad at anime. I should know it more, but uh, Soul Eater doesn't. That sounds like that would give you gas. <laughs> soul oh, I, I shouldn't have eaten that whole soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm gonna regret this in the middle of the night with my agita. Uh, so, so Julia, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pause for just a quick second before we continue mm. introducing our, our uh, the rest of our guests tonight. And uh, Julia, we're gonna we're gonna pause for a second. That we call jokes with Julia uh, before the show started you were mm-hmm. wowing us with puns and whimsical turns of phrase so uh we're gonna go ahead and let julia befuddle us with a joke tonight i'm ready to be befuddled all right i'm gonna repeat one if that's okay we'll act I, don't know if I, heard I, I didn't hear any of them so they're all, all right. new to me sounds good what do you call a bear with no teeth what do you call a bear with no teeth barely able to chew <laughs> 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 A gummy bear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Isn't that delightfully awful? Bear. That's wonderful. I have a gummy bear. <laughs> okay. They have the gummy why would a vampire bears. need cold medicine? Um, why? Why? I don't know. Why would a vampire need? Steven, tell it why the vampire needs to cold medicine. <laughs> Harvey Firestein. I don't know. <laughs> David. David. Why? For their coffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I got two more. Okay, I need cold medicine oh, yeah, for please my keep coffee. This, going. this will be the rest of the show tonight. The stakes <laughs> have been, the <laughs> stakes have been raised. Julia <laughs> Colazzo. Um, what was it? Oh yeah, what did the baby corn say to the mommy corn? What? 
Hey, where's popcorn? Uh, <laughs> these are getting worse. The <laughs> these are getting worse. Give us more. That was amazing. Okay. Oh. 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 To be honest with you, that joke was a little corny. Oh. Oh. I don't want any more of those in my ears. Oh. Oh. I have another corn oh, shucks. one. Okay. Oh, oh, no. no. You're the kernel of all puns. Kernel? It is a kernel of all Okay. <laughs> you guys see, put too do much. Do you see what you did to us? You guys put this way too much great. stock Look in those corn jokes. Oh. Uh, stock, no. I guess. Okay, I get corn, it. corn stocks, yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. How many um, jokes does she have? I have one more. How many jokes? How many? Because that's corn. <laughs> How many? So All right. Oh, that one's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit of a stretch. Is that where yeah. you go to find yeah, I can other corn? Some that I have said as well. You shut your mouth, Quentin. E-hominy. Sorry, Julia. Finish this thing. You're you're killing me. Okay. What did the corn say when it shed its leaves? What? All shucks. All shucks. Uh, 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 that was anticlimactic. Yeah. Are the rest of these corn puns? Because we kind of went through all the... the, the well, I have the one that I had said before. I still didn't hear it. You want to hear yeah, it? Yeah, it? Okay. How much does a pirate charge for corn? Why are these all corn related? <laughs> <laughs> Even a pirate has corn in it. I don't know. A buccaneer. Yay. And with that, I let's like uh, introduce the last member of our panel tonight. For the first time on the Nerd of God cast, Woo. we are very excited to introduce Marta Shea. Marty, how's it going, man? It's going well. Let me just say it is a dream come true to be on this <laughs> podcast right now. You mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Mar in the building. That's right. Mar- Marta Shea is easily like in the top like three smartest people. People I've ever met. He's a he is Meet a certified. More people. <laughs> <laughs> Meet more people. Meet Marty, more you're people. you're also a college student. And you're you're studying to be like an actual rocket scientist, aren't you? You and Nick, sort right? of, kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When when we came in tonight, he and Nick were out in the other room, and they're like talking over like this professor is so and so, and this guy. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you guys are such nerds. It's like when you it's it's like we walk in and it's like Tony Stark and Bruce Banner and Age of Ultron. And you're just doing equations on the glass. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. And Nick poked him with a with a pokey stick and <laughs> yeah. offered him a blueberry. <laughs> and that actually happened. I yeah. saw it. Wait, so that makes Marta Shea Bruce Bader? Of course. And then Nick almost the blew up the world. Don't make him angry. <laughs> you would not like him when he's angry. Uh, Marta Shea, do you have any jokes for us? No, I have zero can jokes. Give us right. a, can you give us a <laughs> Then we already like you better joke. than Julia. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, womp, womp. I read a physics joke. <laughs> What's a physics joke? I once, uh, I once read a book on uh, zero gravity. Mm. I couldn't put it down. Huh. Oh my god. That's my time. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> Two electrons and, and over in, <laughs> over in the booth and with standing orders to cut his microphone if he does something stupid like that again. It's Nicholas Weatherington Sadler. Hello. What's going on, buddy? It's cool. <laughs> Wait. It's cool or school? Both. 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 All right. Fantastic. <laughs> now Nick, now, give us a physics joke. I don't have any. <laughs> Two electrons went to each other. The other guy says, Are you positive? Mm. There are no <laughs> jokes about physics. Stephen's been waiting like for the last three minutes to say that. <laughs> I did. I started it. <laughs> I read that on a cereal box when I was seven. Now's my time yes. to shine. This is going so well. So, so uh, Marty, what are you into? Are you into any nerdy stuff besides like actual nerd stuff, like uh, sciencey things? Well, I am into 
all of the comic book movies, but I have never actually read a comic book. No, what? There it goes. I know, it's crazy. All I right. just never the got into it. Well, you're off the show now. What? <laughs> Thank you. Well, <laughs> say goodnight to Marty. It's we been have, real. <laughs> night, we, night. Have, we have a one comic read uh, stature. That is true. Place. That is true. If you don't have at least the one. That's why Jessica's out on the show. Or anymore. at least a manga. Yeah, does a manga count? <laughs> yeah. Manga has count. It's I've like a, a comic book that you read backwards. I've skimmed through a manga. Okay, that does Okay, well, skimming Skimming's about all I can do through a manga. Manga, as all the... And now he's in. He's passed the test, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's one of us. Uh, well, very cool. We're going to get started out tonight uh, with uh, one of our traditions here. Hopefully you guys will jump right into this with a little section that we call If We Were. Character from a movie or a video game. A famous flying he's from somewhere deep in space. It's time to find out from the his and hers. We're going to play a game called If We Were. On tonight's If We Were, we're going to be asking this question of our Nerd of God cast crew. What kind of toy would you be if you were a toy? Uh, and this can go uh, any kind of genre of toy. This can go any sort of brand of toy. What kind of toy would you be if you were in Andy's room on the toy shelf? If you were in the Toy Story universe, if you were uh, on the shelves at uh, Toys R Us with a discount sticker on you, what kind of toy would you be? Scratch your head on that and think about that for a second. And while you do, I'm going to let all of our listeners know how they can get in contact with us. We'd love to hang out with you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and YouTube at Nerd of Godcast. You can also check out our blog at www.nerdofgodcast.com, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Uh, don't forget, if you have an Amazon Echo or an Alexa-empowered device, you can subscribe to our Nerd of God Daily Flash Briefing, and you can go on on to our nerdofgodcast.com and visit our Nerd of God store, where you can pick up all of your Nerd of God swag, and you can look Nerd of God cool. And now we're back to If We Were. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I wonder where this toy will go. steve Hi. If you, hey, how you doing? <laughs> if you Hello, were, David. <laughs> if you were a toy, Stephen, what kind of toy do you think that you would be? And we're doing this a little bit different tonight. I'm just going to ask you what you think you would be, and then everyone else can just kind of jump in and weigh in. I'm sure people have other opinions, and this was tough. But the only thing I could think of, and is a toy that I had as a child, and is one of my favorites, was there was this like toy, like knight's castle. Where it came with a bunch of little toy, oh, like, yeah. like toy knights, and then like there were two different colored ones. So, like yeah, one oh, wore yeah. like gray, one wore like black. Yeah, and you can like fight with them. They had like a, a drawbridge and all that. I remember that. I had that castle in those knights. That was so awesome. That was one of my favorite toys. And they weren't kid. like branded with any kind of names. They no, were, another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad got that set for me. If it's the same one I'm thinking of, and I, I remember being fascinated by the drawbridge at um, at Dirt Teddy Bear at Epcot, and we had it set. It's I know Dirt Teddy Bear. Why are you looking at me like, did I just cuss in German on it's accident? It's teddy bear. <laughs> it's the teddy bear. Yeah. So, uh, and, but I, and I took those things home, and that was the same year my dad got me a bike, but I didn't know how to ride a bike, so I flipped the bike upside down, and I spun the wheels and ground down the soldiers, the knights, ground their heads off. Oh, I just, <laughs> I just realized what you guys were talking about. I totally had one of those, too. Did you really? Yes, because I remember the drawbridge being like the, the actual what? like chain. Yes. Yeah. I don't think mine was a chain. I think mine just went up and down, but like it would stay up. Still, I can't remember. Like, it's been about 25 years. But you said it was wooden, right? No, it was no, plastic. mine was plastic. Oh, it was all plastic. Oh, it was a different set. Which played with but wooden toys, like, but you could like open it up. It's so, like you can have the outside like, yeah. facade and open it up, and there's like a little inside. Oh, thing mine too. didn't open up. Mine was a full castle. It might have been a full castle. Isn't it's it been a, 25 what? years. Isn't it amazing how we all had the same version of different toys, and yet they're all different? Maybe. So you would be one of the knights. 
I would just I don't I think I would or are you the no, draw, I, they had you're cat, the drawbridge I remember no they had catapults I remember they had catapults and I would catapult things into the night so that's the toy that you would be the castle I don't know well, that's the question yeah, that we're the whole, asking. You. The whole play set. That's you. That, or I'd be a Rubik's cube because I'm I'm frustrating to people. He just that's correct. He <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it on the second try. Uh, that's so EJ, if you were a toy, what kind of the toy? New would person you be? thought that was appropriate. <laughs> Marty's known you long enough to know. He gets no, I, it. I mean, I guess I'm torn because I'm. For me, I would say I'm like any Crayola brand toy uh, that's out. You're okay. the you're like the cre- the Crayola like art pack. Yes. Marty, Marty, you actually work at the Crayola store. Why did you bring that up? The world of Crayola. <laughs> oh, wait, do you still work there? Or did you used to work? Can wait, I wait, get better. a discount? It, it seems to me we'd better stop this train of thought. No, 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 it's just somebody will, somebody will tune into this and he'll lose his job or some such. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, some kind of Crayola fun kit. Yes. Okay. But I will share, since we're on the topic of toys, my favorite toy growing up was, you remember Mighty Max? Like those little plates, like the small. Yeah, there were Polly Pockets for boys. Exactly. Yeah. I loved them. <laughs> but yeah, Crayola. Mm. Yeah. I, right. When I think of Crayola, I think of those uh, things. They gave you like a little machine you could melt the crayons together yeah. and make one crayon with two colors. Oh, yeah. Wow, I've never oh, yeah. seen that. Like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be like an Etch-A-Sketch or a Spirograph or something like that? Like Etch-A-Sketch or, is cool, but I, uh, Crayola to me is like because of the color, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you. This is an honest question, and I'm not trying to throw out any kind of brand loyalty or favoritism, but if you opened up a box of crayons... And it wasn't Crayola; it was like Rose Art or something like that. Ooh, weren't you like, "Come Rose on with Art. this crap"? Yeah, no. Because I'm about to get real deep with y'all. Like, the Rose Art ones were just like really extra waxy, and yeah. it was yeah. just like the formula that they used. Extra it, waxy band name called it. It just—it was weird, and there was a, something about the consistency of what, however they made their crayons for Crayola, that was just perfect. Yeah, you, you know what's really worse? Nice crayon. You know what's worse than those? Ones you used to get at restaurants when you put the kids. Oh in. yeah, yes. those are even worse than Rose Art. Sorry, Rose Art. Break in half. <laughs> that little tiny, that little tiny plastic pack with two, with like a blue. They gave you and blue and red and, and, and green. Like, well, yeah, they, gave you, to, they gave you the basic color. That's why every yellow. time I was in a restaurant, you know what I would draw? I would draw the Green Goblin fighting Spider Man because that was the only colors I had to work with: <laughs> green guy, red and blue guy. That's go. all I got. Uh, all right, Julia, what do you think? If you were a to- did you grow up playing with toys? Yeah. I don't I don't know what girls do. I have a son. I was never a girl. I don't know what girls play with. So what- He knows what guys like. <laughs> What's sad is I was thinking the same thing, but I was like, nah, not for this I need, show. I need the two of you gummy bears to calm down right now. Uh, Julia, if you were a toy, what kind of toy would you be? I think I'd be a Bionicle. Wow. Oh, right. And I say cool. that that's because cool. that my brother cool. had Bionicles, and I was always too frustrated to figure them out. So I feel like that's what people think with me. I'm too frustrated to figure out. Oh, man. That's, I mean, that's a, gr- that's I cool. that's a great I would have thought you would have been cool. something like, like what, what's that doll, like the Chatty Cathy? The talk- See, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> no, I, just, I didn't know. Because she's a girl, she has to be a doll. No, I know, and I feel like I'm labeling. It's the- 2018. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you could have called her a Bratz doll or something like gender that. Specific no, no, assumptions. Bratz dolls are not appropriate for anybody. Yeah, Bratz dolls. It's no, like, not. Let, let's take it a little elementary school girl and dress her up like a. You yeah, know, and then they made a movie about it. And then. The Bratz movie is fantastic. Can we talk about it? <laughs> then. <laughs> then. That's wait, amongst the wait, list wait, of wait, anime wait. she's seen. Wait, what? <laughs> What makes the Bratz... <laughs> yeah, tell us, I, You can tell me why the Bratz movie is fantastic, but I can tell you why the Garbage Pail Kids movie is fantastic. I don't even know what that is. Uh, well, bring it on. We're about to learn. All right. The Bratz movie had music and fashion, and it was entertaining. The Garbage Pail Head kids <laughs> had little chubby, ugly kids that blew snot out they nose, and one of them looked like an alligator. Out they nose. Out, out they, they nose. nose. <laughs> I, out I, they I know what I said. Southern I have top. never seen the Garbage Pail Kids movie. And don't, don't, please don't wait. Watch the trailer, and then you have... I think you I've will, seen the trailer. You will have seen all you need to see the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Bratz wasn't always for girls. 
They they came in with boys. Yeah, they had boy Those brats. Still, I, but yeah, I don't think, think that they were marketed to boys. Though. Yeah, any more than I like, may have had I, a Bratz boys doll. I think the truth as a comes kid. out. Did you see the Bratz movie? I it. may have seen the Brad's movie. <laughs> See, Neff, Neff gets it. Neff is just one altar call away from having been a brony. That's all. <laughs> Who says he's not? Oh, may, are you? I may love Rainbow Dash a little bit. Pinkie I don't even Pie know what Rainbow best, Dash though. is. No, Pinkie Pie is the best. No, the little dragon guy. Which okay, I know a little bit there. about My Little Pony, but I'm not a brony. I know about Pinkie Pie. <laughs> I know about Pinkie Pie. Yeah, EJ knows what's up. Okay. You know about Pinkie Pie? Marty, yeah, it's your bit. turn to really man this thing back up. Okay? Man it up, bro. All right, so the first thing that I thought was like, is there an action figure of Django? Because that's Wait. what I would like to do. <laughs> but but we, you, know, you know that this is a Christian program, yeah. right? There yeah. should be. I'm sure there is. But somewhere. realistically, I think I'd be an eight ball. Or the, the, Ooh, the magic eight ball. ball. Yeah, oh, just yeah. a regular eight ball that in a pool. That you shake up and then it gives you like vague responses. <laughs> <laughs> it acts like it's really smart, but it's yeah. really just messing with you. Yeah, like, that's me. Outlook hazy. Ask again later. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. It is. It is to be certain. <laughs> or, or like the magic conch, or conch shell. Conch, conch shell. Wait, what? It's from SpongeBob. Oh my gosh, uh, Julia and Neff, we can never have you here together. Maybe someday, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Maybe someday, Nick. Am I just safe to say Legos? Sure. <laughs> Lincoln Logs. Yeah, that, that works for Lincoln. me. <laughs> Lincoln Logs. Let me Dude, just tell those you. Those were so cool. cool. You say they're cool, but there was, there was something about playing with Lincoln Logs that used to make me so annoyed and so frustrated. I would try to stack them, and they would roll, or they wouldn't go right. Or I remember getting so mad that like my leg would twitch as Maybe a Maybe you're just not up for the champion. Well, the thing is, Lincoln Logs. Shut up, Julie. They were just—they had limitations. They weren't like Legos, yeah. where you can, like, you know, with Legos, you can yeah. really get in there. You're pretty much create. building a cabin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do many you, different ways can you do? Build you want a, four a big cabin, cabin or a small cabin, <laughs> or do you just want a wall? Do you want to go diagonal? Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, okay. Now, my toy. Um, if if I'm going back to my childhood and seeing the toy that I would be, none of you are going to probably remember this. G.I. Joe. No, no, no. I'm not going to go with something. Garbage Pail Kid Cards. No. Cards. Teddy Ruxpin. Yes. Okay. That's the one Furby. right there. Furby. Actually, a, 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 a predecessor to Teddy Ruxpin. Paddington the Bear. Shut Neopets. Neopets. <laughs> you guys are all the worst. You're annoying me so much right now. You're just making me so mad. Um there was a toy that I had when I was a kid. It was a robot. His name, he kind of looked a little like R2-D2, but but not like trash canny, but sort of short and stubby little robot. And his name was 2XL. And 2XL... Hey, that's my shirt size. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see, but Tony's giving Steven the Boy, death stare. Boy, <laughs> it, is, it is happening tonight, man. Um, everyone got mad when we gave him a half an episode two weeks ago. Now we're gonna, well, I might not even make it through if we were tonight. Uh, okay, 2XL was a little robot, and just to date myself, that when, when you would put a, a cartridge into it and you would play interactive games with it. But Aww. this wasn't something that you would play like a video game because it didn't hook up into a television. You would actually put in, brace yourself, an 8-track cassette what? into 2XL. What are those? Explain it to the children. <laughs> this sounds, what? This okay. sounds what are familiar. Ladies and gentlemen, some people might not know what that is out there. Tell okay, now, is that similar? Was it Robbie? What was the Nintendo robot? That was Rob the Robot. Rob the Robot? Was yeah. it similar? No, different? not at all. Rob, I think the, Rob the Robot was completely different, completely useless accessory that was built to play like two games for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Both of them very forgettable. I think I know what you're talking about. I, I've seen I've seen well, pictures they, of it. They reimagined it. They he's did, seen it. He's 
racist. <laughs> oh, you guys. Um, <laughs> this is what happens when we bring more young people in here, all right? Uh, Jessica balances out the age curve in here for me, but uh, yeah, I, I get it. EJ um, is closer to your age than Jessica. Hey, 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 you watch your mouth there, <laughs> sir. That's your boy. But Jessica's Sunny easily boy. eight years more mature than EJ. You um, watch yourself, young man. Easily. You'd put the, t- the, you'd put the eight track in there, which was a lot, kind of a cross between a VCR tape and a cassette tape. Um, if you don't know what that is, watch Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, you, would, you would put it in there, and then there was a little card that you would put over top of his abdomen where you'd insert the, the A-track, and it would give you questions, trivia questions, or a little choose-your-own-adventure story. And you would choose by pushing, like, one of three buttons on them, like A, B, or C. That's cool. And the cassette would fast-forward the appropriate amount of time and respond accordingly. And the technology was pretty amazing for, I mean, this would have been 1981 or 82, so a long, long time ago. But, uh, but a, a really fun toy and a smart toy for the time, but definitely one that has, not without its charm, but it shows its age. And I feel like that would be me. Hey. So if you have a toy that you think you would be, let us know. Connect yeah. with us across the social media and uh, tell us. We skipped Neff. Oh, we did skip Neff? Yes. Tragic. But, but I didn't skip Nick, so that's new. <laughs> Neff, if you Much were a toy, what toy would you be? Doesn't matter now. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> over, I guess. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, I, the fir- my first thought was... Uh, one of my fi- my favorite toy when I was a little kid was a Megazord. Hey, I approve that. One. It was five toys in one. Yeah. It was so many different things all built in this one big giant. I'm thing. made of tinier toys. It was so cool because it could it could be so many different things and it was all built and all came together into one big thing. When I was Just a kid, like we me. had the same thing. It was called Voltron. Oh. But then they made it better. Oh, that's that they did. did. They did. They made it better, and it was called Devastator. Wait, and then they went back and they just crapped on it and made it the Megazord. Wait, Voltron, that's that thing on Netflix, right? The new one? Yeah. And yeah. then Devastator, that's that big monkey movie. Oh, monkey I hate you so robot much. Robot from Transformers 2, right? I hate you right? so much. <laughs> oh. with, the, the big, with the big mouth. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this will be Neff's last episode with us. See, I would have said light bright for Neff. Because his, his email address is yes. Okay, we're going to call it on email. Right. What is that? Twice? <laughs> Twice we're doing this? And his home address is uh, 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 Winter <laughs> case, Park, Florida. In case you want to send him a pizza. Uh, <laughs> let us know uh, who you would be if you were a toy, or let us know if we got any of our selections wrong. You can do that by connecting with us on social media. Hashtag if we were. You guys know what time it is? What time is it's, it? It's time for a little Neff News. Oh, I'm excited. You're excitable. You're not excited. No, he's an excited bull. Yeah. Oh. An excited bull. Get him out of my china shop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very nimble bull. You're nimble? Nimble. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. Hi, Neff. Hey. Hi. This is the part where you guys say hi. Hello. Howdy. There you go. That works. And today's news is brought to you by Chinese food. Mm, yeah. This so no good? Something wrong? Nope. <laughs> nope. Me threw up. Nope. 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 That's not the name of any Chinese chefs, but it is how I feel after I eat Chinese food. Oh, oh. no. You thought I was racist, you no, racist. You, you still are. You thought you were, and now we know you are. <sighs> By the way, you ever notice that you've never seen a Chinese restaurant advertise? Like, you've never seen a commercial for a Chinese restaurant? No, because it's always yeah. word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always literally. Where, I always tell people they just send I those go. menus out, and that's all it takes. Exactly. exactly. All it takes. They send the menu out with the little Chinese symbols on it that say, "We know you want it." But you yeah. know what's interesting? When all the menus look the same. Yeah, I was just about to say that. When you go to each one, ten, they're all the same. 
they're, they're the, the specials. Mm. They just get the same pictures. I beg to differ. And there's always that not old. The same, it's not the same taste. So I'm saying the menu. A lot of the menus oh, are yeah. the yeah, same. Yeah, they probably buy it from the yeah, same. Yeah, and they the always same. tell you know me who's making bake is whoever provides those menu pictures. They're making bake off all the Chinese and places. the little calendars they have hanging up. In oh, the tr- no, I have like three of them. Trust me, I know that certain places are better than others. I need that Chinese. And then that's my Chinese. There's those Chinese paper lanterns they hang out that were made in Mexico. Or the American flag they hang out that was made in China. Oh, there you oh. go. There you go. It's going to be huge. Sorry. Huge. <laughs> and here's your news in nerd culture this week. In movie news, Jessica Chastain was cast in the X-Men Dark Phoenix film set to release February 2019. And, after extensive reshoots, is now rumored to be playing a gender-bent Mr. Sinister. Or in this case, Miss Sinister. This opens up the possibility for more gender-bent characters like Mrs. Fantastic, Mrs. Freeze, Ice Woman, Barbara Drake, and of course, Dr. Doom, because this is 2018. Women can be doctors. Hashtag feminism. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Julia said it was okay. <laughs> you Although go. you kept saying Mrs. Why do you got to be married? Oh, Ooh. see? Hashtag poorly it's executed It's feminism. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Marty's just going to... It's 2018. 2018. <laughs> that fizz it himself. Uh, there was a uh, there was an arrest. I'm assuming happening, and I think they're still looking for the person. Yeah, there's a helicopter flying uh, over us. Yeah, right now. yeah. It happened. I think they're looking Let's, for me. It literally happened. It, I have a story about that. And, I witnessed it. And for oh, and for more and for more on this theft, let's go to Neff News. Apparently, over the scene. Tony apparently can't see anything. It's really dark out. Oh, the helicopter told just put the spotlight on. Oh, this. Oh, oh, they they got him. They got him. He's, he's down. He's not doing very well. Oh, he got back up. Okay, he's running. He's running. He's trying to hop a fence. Oh! His pants ripped off. His horse? pants ripped off. <laughs> he's riding a horse? Tony, I've got myself a horse. No, he's got two coconuts. And he's I'm getting close to the action. I'm really close this time. <laughs> down, Winnie, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony, I've gotten really close now. I'm totally <laughs> running next to the convict. Sir, how do you explain yourself? Just get out of here. <laughs> Why are you on a horse? No comment. No comment, Tony. I can't do anything. This guy is a stone cold killer. <laughs> oh. Rest All right. Steve Austin. We'll keep you posted. And now oh. back to Neff in the studio. <laughs> More at 11. <laughs> oh, so good. Can we please do like a like a radio theater episode <laughs> where one person tells a story and we try to make stuff? <laughs> Julia yes. Colazzo as Janet Snakehole. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bert Macklin, you son of a gun. <laughs> oh, yep. Now I got it. Too late. My bad. You got to banter a little bit. You got to give us like some some dialogue. Improv. <laughs> <Do> <laughs> Improv. And Marta Shea Renaud as the president. My fellow Americans. Why do you automatically go to Obama? Because he's the only black person. Oh, well, there you go. That's fair enough. Oh, in, in case, because this is an audio podcast, in case <laughs> you haven't figured it out from the Django and Marty's black. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm only here because of affirmative action. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Dev <Neff> News. <laughs> in TV news, the CW has renewed seasons for all of the Arrowverse TV shows, including Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Black Lightning. Still waiting on the new uh, season of Lois and Clark. Mm. Those uh, those new adventures are starting to get a little old. Not gonna lie. I saw, I heard an advertisement on the radio today where Dean Kane is now doing like real estate seminars. 
Ooh, that is sad. Oh, man. Like one of those where you like show up and they give you like a free meal and a USB drive with all their hot tips on how oh, you can flip man. houses in your area. Well, like he's attending them or he's teaching at them. Come by a timeshare. <laughs> really bad if he's with attending Superman. Them. Oh, lightly Superman. <laughs> Don't let the banks be your kryptonite. Mm. That's all, folks. Mm. Back to Def News. <laughs> I want to cow L myself. <laughs> <laughs> In comic book news, beloved hard rock band Baby Metal is getting its favorite. own comic book. Wait, what? you like you like Baby Metal, Marty? I've never heard of it. Oh, oh. Baby Metal's awesome. Wait, isn't Baby Metal the Japanese? The Japanese, girls? Yeah. yeah. It's like death metal music and they're like the Japanese girl, book? and they're like poppy Japanese singing. It's really? an amazing comedy. Yeah, you need. I need chocolate. Give me chocolate. Give me chocolate. Yeah. I had that song on Rock Band. It's it's tough. Yeah. Yes. Uh, titled Apocrypha, The Legend of Baby Metal, the book will center on the three young ladies who mix J-pop with hard metal. It is being published by Z2 Comics and will be released October 2018 for the metal price of $24.99. Nope. Here's the that thing about baby metal. metal. Oh, am I about to step on your joke? Here's yeah. the thing about baby metal that's weird. I don't know who does their marketing, but they're brilliant. Do you know that baby metal was included as a downloadable character in the Super Mario Maker game? No. No? Yes. You could get like Mario and Luigi and and, and Bowser and Peach and Baby Metal. I don't know. I don't know. All three of the girls are just, really? Do they all work in unison? They do. Like from Codenade's Kids Next Door? Like Like the the Ice Climbers from Smash Brothers. Neff. Who? <laughs> this what? has been Neff News. I'm Ninja today and a blessed tomorrow. Thank you, Neff, so much for a uh, for a great set of news, interesting <laughs> and enlightening. And uh, we're gonna have a great time tonight. We're gonna get to know everybody a little bit more. Uh, we're gonna play a game tonight. This is a game called Obama Llama. Ooh. Uh, we play this game quite a bit on the show. And here's what we're gonna do: we are going to play, and then we're gonna give you a chance to play along with us at home. So the way Obama Llama works is I'm gonna give you a clue, and you are going to have to tell me. What celebrity is doing what activity? And the two words are going to rhyme with one another. Okay, for instance, if I were to say that the uh, the Haitian gentleman on my left was wishing people uh, a, a salutation of greeting in Australia, you would say? Martiche says good day. Martiche says good day. Good day. So that you don't actually that, have to. That, but that's the thing. It's a name and an activity, a name and a, and a, and a, a, a verb or an action, that, and they have to rhyme. Does that make sense? Okay. Marty so, and Party would have rhymed with good day. Marty and Party. I went with Marty Shea and good day. That's what I went with. I'm sticking with it, Stephen. Okay. When I die and you're hosting this show, uh, nobody fair. will listen. You can do whatever you want to do. Fair dinkum. Fair dinkum. All right. If you guys know the answer, go ahead and ring in. Here we go. The cool bounty hunter from Star Wars enjoys making music with one other person. Neff. Boba Fett in a duet. Boba Fett plays a duet. Plays a duet. Very good. The star of The Fugitive and Men in Black throwing rocks across the surface of a lake. Steven. Tommy Lee Jones is skipping stone. That's correct. The arrogant American Idol judge from the UK is requesting a certain type of letter on Wheel of Fortune. I got now. Simon Cowell buys a vowel. That's correct. Starts all over again. Um, okay, the most famous Pokemon character is preparing a hearty dish of meat and vegetables. Martiche. Pikachu is making stew. Pikachu is making stew. I'm sorry, I heard his first. That's impossible. 
things are possible to God. <laughs> okay, the feathered yellow cartoon character from Looney Tunes wins the bronze medal. Neff. Tweety Bird comes in third. That's correct. Oh, I forgot who, the, who that was. Like, what's... I was thinking oh, Big Bird. I was so thinking Big Bird. For yeah. Big Bird is not in Looney Tunes. Big Bird Close has enough. one arm. A giant gorilla is wearing underwear to prevent showing his panty line. Neff. King Kong wears a thong. That's, That's correct. I purposely didn't one. answer that one. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Uh, British star of the original Italian job eats a Chinese noodle dish. Steven. Michael Caine eats lo mein. I'll accept it. What was it? Going for chow mein, but that's okay. Oh, oh nice. I just I, I went lo mein and I worked backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I knew. <laughs> no, they rhyme me one. The obese Star Wars villain is trying to crack the hard brown fruit of a palm tree. Julia. Job of the Hut eats a coconut. That's correct. Very nice. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Read it anyway. <laughs> The star of the Iron Lady and Mamma Mia is a big fan of moving dust with a broom. I got an F. Meryl Streep go, goes to sweep. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like a, so I have a like I have a list. She goes to sweep. Check your widow now. They're not, the, <laughs> they're, not the, they're not the same person at all. But I always get Meryl Streep and Glenn Close confused. So like Glenn Close. Oh, uh, it's Meryl Streep. Yeah, I know. I know. Glenn I, 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 Close I, make some toast. <laughs> Um, Piglet's bear friend prevents a rebel group from taking over a country. Neff. Winnie the Pooh stops a coup. That's correct. Nice. There you go. Um, That's funny. Well, like, Winnie the Pooh has arrived with revolution. Like, yeah. <laughs> La revolution, take her. <laughs> oh, father. Viva la revolution. Let's just go back and eat some honey. All right, this is, this is pre-presidential election, apparently. Okay. Oh, boy. Especially because the game's called Obama Llama. You would assume there was a, it's a different different era the bad hair wearing billionaire has drunk too much and needs the liquid extracted from his tummy i got martiche donald trump needs his stomach pump that's correct nice. <laughs> the superstar singer Accurate. from barbados travels to the mexican party town just over the border can you say that one more time steven oh no i don't know I can't uh, Shakira drinks tequila. I don't know. That doesn't even rhyme. I know. That's why I lost. Nailed it. it. <laughs> Superstar singer from Barbados travels to the Mexican party town just is. over the border. I know what it is now. Can I get it for no points? Marty. I got it. Neff. Uh, Rihanna uh, in in uh, sh- uh, Nyata. <laughs> <laughs> I know it now. Rihanna Wait. visits Tijuana. Tijuana. Oh. Oh. I was thinking Cancun for some reason. Bar- Barbados is what they're I was trying to was. figure out what rhymes with Rihanna. Uh, it actually relates. says Barbadian or Barbadian, but I wasn't sure whether to pronounce Barbadian or Badian. So I Isn't that the guy who swapped places or got freed instead of Jesus? That's no, that's Barabbas. Barabbas. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Wait, is that the weird font that everybody uses like like 12 years ago? It's Papyrus. That Papyrus. Doesn't that yeah. doesn't work. Uh-uh. No, I it's those, as it's those, I was saying that, that was stupid. It's those little pills that are illegal. It's barbiturates. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Batman's alter ego enjoys reading books from the author of Huckleberry Finn. I... Is that you? Maybe by accident. No. Oh, EJ. Uh, 
Bruce Wayne reads Mark Twain. Bruce nice. Wayne reads Mark yeah. Twain. I didn't know the author of that book, so I was like, okay. That's I had to think about it. I was like, I don't actually know it. I was going to say Aldous Huxley. That's Brave New World. Dang it. Bruce Wayne reads Samuel Clemens. <laughs> Nailed it. Samuel Langhorn Clemens. Female Underworld and Pearl Harbor Star is in the same place as Jonah from the Bible. Stephen Kate Beckinsale's and the whale. Oh, That's correct. I figured it out right as you press your button. That's good. All right. I got her confused with Kate Winslet, and I'm like, Kate Winslet is in the inlet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've probably used these cards so many times in the show that I'm reading the same questions that we've done uh, before. I, th- I think we've only played this game one time. New England Patriots legendary quarterback puts on women's clothes. Uh, I think that who's that? Neither of them press nope. their button. <laughs> I, I don't know where it's where it's coming from. Not me. Tom Brady dressed like a lady. That's correct. Ah, Drew Bledsoe. Well, well. actress from Kill Bill is listening to a talk from a member of the clergy. Neff. Uma Thurman listens to a sermon. Correct. Smooth pioneer of Latin American fusion music is eating a tasty yellow fruit. I got Marty. Santana eats a banana. Correct. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I finally figured it out. And, and how can I? I how like, can I fix no. it, Louise Fonzie? <laughs> British host of the Golden Globes and star of The Office is enjoying a white sauce you spread on a sandwich. Neff. Ricky Gervais eats mayonnaise. That's correct. That barely rhymes. I didn't write the card. I'm just you have to be British here. Ricky Gervais eats mayonnaise. That's correct. So, so. I thought it was Gervais. Ricky Gervais, it's Mayanar. <laughs> Mayanar. I watch the Mayanar. That's that Creole, man. You can't get that with that Mayanar. Ça passe. Mat Moshe Venezuela Tenel. Mat Moshe Mayanar. I feel at home. Bring some peak leaves, man. Peak leaves is delicious. No, it killed me. Did you eat it by itself or with something? Both. You so Neff, <laughs> so Neff, I think that he invited himself over to Martiche's house yes, for Thanksgiving. Yes, Hey, tell me the. Tell yeah, us can Marta we talk Shea. about this for Marta a little bit? Shea, yes, he did. So, so explain the whole story. I, I never really got to hear the details of this. Yes, he he kind of just walked up to me and said, "Yeah, I'm coming to your house for Thanksgiving." <laughs> really? Was, just like, like that? That's how like, that cool. We'd love to have you. And apparently, it was his second stop that day. So he was wow. just going house to house. Uh, second, second of how many now? <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your first stop? Yeah, what was the first stop? My family. What was your third stop? My bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how 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 was it uh, having um, I should I guess I'm asking Neff how the food was over at Marty's house, but how was it having Neff at your house? It was fine. It it, it was great to have him there. We had our friend Michael yeah, from yeah, the yeah. church there. His uh, mother. Yeah. Okay. So you had you had guests of, over. So it wasn't just like your family and Neff. And it, it wasn't because it wasn't just like hey, there's a big white guy. He's just like over here. Do you remember that scene in, in I'm Albino National Lampoon's <laughs> European Vacation when they go visit their relatives in Germany and they come in and they eat, they do the whole thing and leave, and they like, we have no idea who those people were. Yeah, <laughs> I barely remember that movie. Yeah. Man, I saw it one time. I remember Big Ben. Parliament. It, it's like the worst of the vacation movies. Um, all right, well, let's do a couple more rounds of this, and uh, and if you win, I switched buzzers. Whoever wins tonight, I hope you're keeping score. Neff will be coming to your house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm losing. So. As long as you live in Orlando, so. The the author of Harry Potter enjoys knocking down pins. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's. 
Yeah. Okay. J.K. Rowling goes bowling. It doesn't rhyme. I thought it was Rowling. J.K. Rowling goes bowling. I don't bowling. know how to read. Mm. J.R.R. Token goes bowling. Gets a token. Shame. Rachel from Friends has an updo. Wait. Ah. I only knew the first part. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. I only know what it's up to. She has an updo. What? What's an updo? Nothing. What's up with you? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. What's up, dog? Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. I don't know. This is a this is a tough one. If the girl doesn't know, I'm not, none of us are <laughs> yeah. gonna know. Jennifer Aniston has I don't Aniston mean to stereotype you like beehive? that. But out of all of us, you would know. It's 2018. It's 2018. Come on. I've never. Oh wait, wait. I got it. I got it. Brad Pitt's ex-wife has a beehive. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Wow. Jennifer Aniston has her hair in a bun. Oh. That's, That's stupid. That's a play on words. I think mine was better. All right. <laughs> That's a play Not for her. Yours at least rhymed better. Yeah. Write your letters to the, uh, the the big potato game company. <laughs> mm, now See, I'm hungry for happened. big potatoes. <laughs> Because it became a big potato instead of saying a little mom and pop potato. Uh, how late does Wendy serve salads? <laughs> that's that, that's new podcast is how late does Wendy serve salads? Band name called it. That's podcast. Winnie, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh's grumpy donkey friend said a rude word. Neff. Uh, oh. Eeyore doesn't keep score. No. Steven. Eeyore swore. That's correct. Oh, okay. oh wow. Uh, we'll do two more. The I'm Hangover so and Silver Linings Playbook actor is pretending to be one of Darth Vader's soldiers. I got Marta Bradley Cooper is a stormtrooper. Correct. Nice. nice. Very good. Steven, you're not very good. You just keep on switching between buzzers. And here's the last one. Oh, crap. Legolas explodes. Steven. Orlando Bloom goes kaboom. That's correct. Ah, nice. Very nice. And this has been Obama Llama, everybody. Obama. Do we need to keep these out? No, you're done with those. If you'd like to win your own copy of Obama Llama, we actually happen to have an extra one in our Nerd of God stash. And we'd like to give it to you, but we're not going to give it to you for nothing. We want you to be part of a contest that we have going on this week on our Instagram. Well, and the, cr- the crowd went wild. Ju- Julia, do you use the do you use the Insta? I do. Do you post pictures of your food or is it selfies or it's booty? mostly Bible verses? Yeah, it's mostly mostly Bible verses. Of course. Yeah. Of course it is. And uh, what was the last Bible verse you posted? I will look. All right. While you look, I will tell you about our Instagram. Of course, you can follow us across all the social medias, Instagram especially, at Nerd of Godcast. And what we want you to do is we want you to post on your Instagram and uh, tag the Nerd of Godcast in it, if you can, uh, with a picture of your cool, nerdy collectibles. If you collect action figures, if you collect uh, nest paintings, whatever it is that you collect, that kind of it's your nerdy stash, your nerdy collection. Take a picture of it, and if we think yours is particularly cool, uh, we're going to select from all the people uh, just kind of a random selection of everybody who does this, posts their collectibles, and lets us know, uh, hey, we're listening, and this is us, this is our stuff. We just love to see the neat things other people have. I'll probably be posting a picture of some of my hot toys on there so you guys can check out some of that. But if you guys will take a moment to tag the Nerd Godcast, of course, make sure that you're following us on Instagram. Tag us, and uh, if we get your tag, we will put your name in the hat and we will select uh, a winner to receive their own brand new copy of the Obama Llama home game. And the crowd went wild. Yeah. Yeah.
sounded like the worst rodeo ever. Uh, Julia, what was your last uh, your last Instagram scripture verse? If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that is found in Romans 10.9. Fantastic. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Now we're going to go over to our phone lines, and we're going to have a little quick conversation with our friend from the West Coast, the Christian nerd Scott Higa, for this week's ICU-MCU. All right, Tony, we need to have it out before we talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm not going to lie. I knew this was coming. So... I'm, I listen to your podcast. I listen to your podcast every episode. Sometimes it takes me a while to get to it, but usually within a week I'll listen to it. So Thank you. I was listening to not your most recent episode, but the episode before that, I believe, mm-hmm. listening to it. And I was, I was about five or six days behind. So I'm sitting there listening to it, hanging out with my dad. It was my day off after Easter, listening. It was great. Just yes. having some breakfast. You texted me. You said, hey, man, I just want to let you know I appreciate you. You're one of the good guys. I was like, thanks, Tony. That's awesome. Somehow you knew that literally one minute after you sent me that text message, hmm. I would get to the point of your podcast, which you had recorded two weeks prior to that yep. and posted a week before that. You would get to the point. I would get to the point of your show where you would reveal that mm-hmm. you have not finished watching Battlestar Galactica. And in my defense, I don't feel like I ever lied to you about you it. You didn't. But it was certainly a lie of a mission. And but so it was I'm, a lie of a mission. I'm yes. sitting there feeling like a like a fool for texting you all these thoughts about Battlestar Galactica. And you played along like, oh, yeah, no, great. What? And I was I was mortified. It's just one of those classic comedies of error. Marsha Brady has two prom dates yeah. or what have you. Where you get too uh, far down the path like, I can't do this now. I, yeah. I can't tell Scott that I haven't seen seasons three and four of Battlestar Galactica. But you let me find out just listening to your show. Well, that's the real measure of a friendship, isn't it? Were you really just testing to see if I actually listened to your show? <laughs> I was not. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I'm my amiability sometimes gets a little bit ahead of my divulgence of information. <laughs> there was one time when I had an ongoing year-long relationship with a Chick-fil-A employee who was convinced that I had judged her in a singing contest at Disney World, which I had not. But <laughs> I accidentally smiled, nodded, and agreed to the wrong thing. And she took it too far, and uh, one. by the time I realized that I had agreed to something that never actually happened, it was way too awkward for me to back up on it. So it ended up with her introducing me to her mom and explaining this whole story, and then I had to change Chick-fil-A's. Oh, man. True story. It, this took place over almost the course of a year. Really, you thought she was asking if you wanted more Chick-fil-A sauce. And you're like, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, no, I just agreed to this thing that I didn't know. That was basically what it was. And it was, it was I agreed to something. And I smiled and nodded, not really fully understanding what she was saying. And I was accidentally agreeing to her uh, accusing me of doing something I didn't do, which thankfully was as innocuous as judging her in a singing contest but all the same not it was as earth shattering as telling somebody you finished Battlestar Galactica no when you know, I'm it. the father of your child and I watched Battlestar Galactica all the way through nothing like that and you have it you have it on blu-ray to watch I do I watched it on Netflix and I was watching it vigorously in my defense and then they pulled it off Netflix what was I supposed to do I was upset oh, man well now I do own it 
I'm just trying to take my boys on the journey with me. Yeah, now I'm really going to push Neff and Steven to watch it with you because please, you really need to. Hi, Scott. Hey, Scott. All right, we're not talking about Battlestar Galactica. We're talking about other initials, not BSGMCU, suckers. It's ICUMCU, and uh, today is a little bit of a homecoming. Just as the truth has finally come home to the great Battlestar (laughs) We will. Uh, we're going to be bringing Spider-Man home to the Spider-Man MCU. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, a clever title because a it takes place during his homecoming. B he just got home from Civil War. C he finally has made it home from the uh, the the Sony camp, and uh, very appropriate. What did you think about this movie? I really liked it, and I'm I've never been a big Spider-Man guy. My old co-host Ron, Spider-Man is his favorite hero, so I always got all my Spider-Man information from Ron. Now, I'm curious. I hear people say this from time to time. You're in the minority. You know that, right? I mean, Spider-Man is hugely popular. Well, yeah, I, I, I like him, but he's just not my favorite. But he's amazing. I mean, it's right there in the title. And spectacular. Yes, and Web of, also. <laughs> and Last day, last Days, was that him? Or No More? One, one More no, Day? No More Marriage? No, No More Mutants. Yes, now I'm getting confused. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's all over the place. So so let's talk about this movie. Spider-Man Homecoming was great. I mean, it really does get that sense of finally one of Marvel's best heroes and most liked heroes and most popular heroes has finally come home to where he belongs yeah. in, in Homecoming. And we really got a glimpse of it in Civil War, right. but then in, you know, just full, full-fledged, throw open the doors, pull out the red carpet, here he comes where he's supposed to be. And it's yes. perfect doing whatever a spider can and and i like that it tied so closely back to civil war it didn't feel like it was somehow separate from that uh, and i love that you had the relationship between him and iron man and civil war and then you see that carried over into homecoming uh that they even opened up with the his perspective his a film by peter parker mm-hmm. telling the his story of going to germany and fighting against ant-man and yeah and that's such a perfect cool. way to introduce peter parker's peter parker as this high school kid who's freaking out because, holy crap, that's Captain America. Yeah. And like look any at my high school student. Is yeah, so exactly. Cool. Yeah. And I thought it was a nice spin on the classic Spider-Man mythology of he's going to web his camera up to the corner of a building and take photographs of himself. This is what a kid today would do. Mm-hmm. They would web their iPhone up and they would take videos of themselves yeah. and put it on YouTube. Yeah. Even, even before that scene, though, which was great, that the first thing you see in Homecoming is... New York after the Battle of New York, and yes. it firmly plants it in the MCU. Like, there's no question that mm-hmm. this is some Sony thing or some trick they're gonna pull. Yeah. No, this was the Battle of New York, and you see these people picking up after Loki tried to destroy. It. I mean, it's so yes. like firmly plants it in the MC- in the heart of the MCU. At that, yeah, there's point, no Dane DeHaan, there's no Russian <laughs> Rhino uh, running around. This is straight up MCU, and I, right from the beginning. That when they set up Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes, just flawless. So good. Yeah, that that was such good casting. Again, Marvel's yes. so good with the casting. Maybe not as great with some of their villains as we've saw seen with Malekith and, you know, whatever. Just sure. just a guy. Hey, that's a villain filling role. But when you get Michael Keaton and you have the intensity 
and yeah. just you like want to get nuts. Yeah, let's get nuts. Exactly. Like he doesn't say that line, but you see it there, right be- yeah. behind his eyes. You, like he could say it if he wanted to. And right from the beginning, first off, they establish brilliantly that he is a vulture. I mean, his whole job is to be picking from mm-hmm. the dead bodies of the Chitari, which is awesome. Yeah. And yeah, when when damage control comes in and they shut him down, you can see that seething rage mm-hmm. kind of coming up from underneath, and it's like. There's a villain origin right there, and they did it right. Yeah, and not not anything crazy. Not he was injected with a bunch of vulture venom. <laughs> he or... was bitten by a radioactive turkey buzzard. <laughs> just just a guy who had a job and was really excited to do it. Gets pulled out from underneath and was like, "Well, I need to do what I need to do for my family." And and that's what I like about Adrian Toomes is like there's such a motivation of I'm doing this for my family. Yeah, which. You know, as fathers, we can understand that's like, yeah, I would want to do what I could to help my family. Probably not anything criminal, but just (laughs) just it it gives him a really good motivation that I think a lot of other villains the MCU don't have other than I want to conquer the universe. He's like the Walter White of the MCU. Less less running around in his underwear, but yes, very much. But they really got Peter Parker right this time, in my opinion. Yeah. What I thought about with because I looking at the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies and the Andrew Garfield is that they got pieces of them right across both. Sure. Like if you put Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garf- Garfield together, you would have gotten a better version of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Right. But Tom, Ho- but Tom Holland is so much better than they could have been together or apart. Like he, he's everything you'd want in Spider-Man and Peter Parker. He's, he's just perfect. How important do you think it is that they portray him as a teenager, like that being his unique thing? Because when I was growing up, I remember him being a teenager, but I never thought of him as the teenaged superhero. I mean, most of my time reading Spider-Man, he was a young adult. He was with Mary Jane. I mean, that teenage part of his story was, it seems so small in retrospect. Yeah, that's one of the things that Ron always talked about, how he wanted a teenage, because he remembered being eight or nine and looking Mm -hmm. like, because when you're 8 or 9, 22, 25, that's so far off. But oh, yeah. 16, that seems plausible. And so I think that was great to have him be like, I mean, I know Tom Holland's not 17 or 18, but Tommy McGuire looked like he, you know, had two kids and was working <laughs> a 40 hour job as a salesman in the first Spider Man. Yeah. So it was great to have him actually look like a high school student. And everybody else around him looks like they could be high school. I mean, we've worked with high school students. So we know some look older, some look younger. But you look sure. at the group of people there, yeah, they could all be high school students. I they look that. like high school students. It feels like high school. Yeah. It feels like they got that part right with Andrew Garfield. And I liked Andrew Garfield. It always felt like he was trying to be a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire was trying to act like... You know, hello, my fellow youths. You know, like that's their. <laughs> What's that movie? Never been kissed. The report. I was thinking, or Twenty One Jump Street. I was thinking Steve Buscemi and Thirty Rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was such a great moment. That was awesome. <laughs> that's really. Where good. he becomes um, the drama teacher. Oh, so <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, they made this high school universe feel real. Uh, without overdoing it, without making it go, oh my goodness, uh, I gotta get a date or what? They just did it right. Um, yeah, we're some we're a movie like Mean Girls, which is great because it's just an exaggeration of sure. everything we experience as high school students and everything we've experienced as youth pastors. That makes Mean Girls great. Right. But then something like Homecoming, it just it feels like yes, this could be this is actually what high school is like. These are how students interact with each other. These are the conversations that they have. These are the things that they freak out about. They just, 
I mean, it was such a core part of the movie because it just explained Peter Parker's like, well, yeah, he's just a kid. And in that that fight, the internal struggle of he yeah. wants to be more than he is, but he needs to hold back. And, yeah. And, and really learning, like they don't, like they don't have the Uncle Ben piece, which mm-hmm. is kind of hard to do in a Spider-Man movie because that's so much of his motivation. Like he mentions it a little bit, but you still get the sense of the responsibility that he feels, even without mm-hmm. having old Uncle Ben say, "With great power comes great responsibility." Right. Exactly. And but they still set the stage to the character. They still bring yeah. a lot of draws back to classic Spidey. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the most punchable Flash Thompson I've ever seen. <laughs> but he's not a super jock, which makes it so great that they but just shift it. it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you hate <laughs> I mean, you just hate him. Yeah. I don't know if we can say what they call him. We can't. Him, but we it's cannot. so great. Like, where they where they do it, where he's the DJ and he's having yeah. them all shouted out. That's yeah. hilarious. And he's hollering out Private Parker. And yeah, that's... That, good job. Yeah. Man, but so annoying and so, like, you just hate him. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's the kid that you want to never come back to youth group. You know, he's just like, oh, <laughs> you're going to ruin the trip for everybody. Uh, and I know you, I know, I don't think you've seen a lot of the Wes Anderson movies, that the kid who plays Flash Thompson, he's yeah. in uh, Grand Budapest uh, Hotel. Which I, I love Wes Anderson. Have we not oh, talked okay. about this? No, we haven't. I, I Huge Wes I talk- Anderson okay, fan. great. Wonderful. I forget who I talked to about these things. But he's but he's such a great actor because he's so yeah. likable in Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Just as this weird little kid, like, man, I really want good things to come. Then you hate him so much. So much. But he's also hilarious and even he's like he's likable in the fact that you hate him so much, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. you maybe it's just because we spend so much time with young people, it's like, well, that kid's just trying too hard. And you feel bad for the kid who's trying too hard. Or you feel bad for the kid who has parents who would buy him an Audi and he's trying too hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Mary Jane or the MJ Michelle character. So I'm okay with him having a love interest that isn't a white lady with red hair. That's totally fine with me. Sure. And I'm okay with her being, her name's Michelle. That's great. And she can be the nickname of, that's where I was like, well, don't have her be MJ if she's not going to be Mary Jane. Like that's kind of where I, I had the problem of just like, yeah, she's Michelle. That's great. Love interest. Awesome. Wonderful. She's a great character. She's hilarious. But why have her be MJ when MJ is so closely associated with Mary yeah. Jane? And I think they're just saying we're not going down that road. I think at that point in the movie, you didn't really need to reestablish that. Yeah. But uh, they're like, we're taking this out a new road. This is it's sort of the uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, your real name's Robin version of yeah. Mary Jane. Let her just be Michelle. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. I don't think I even knew her name until the end of the movie. No, I don't think I did either. I don't think they said her name until the end of the movie. No, but there's a lot of other characters that are sort of nods, but not actual versions of the comic book. Like Liz should have been Liz Allen, not Liz Toomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of his go-to girl in some early Spider-Man adventures. Or Ned, which is weird. I don't know if it was supposed to be Ned Leeds or not. But Man, you are deep see... in this Spider-Man. Oh, I love Spider-Man, to- dude. Tony, man, seriously, I'm like, I'm like nodding my head and agreeing like you talking to that girl at Chick-fil-A. I have no <laughs> idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Yes, I would okay, like well, more sweet tea. the chubby guy that's his man in the chair might become Hobgoblin one day. Uh, I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. But I didn't care. I don't need it to be a slave to the, the comic book mythology. Let the two things be what they Yeah, are. and that's the thing. Like It wasn't a slave to that, but they still got the core of it so dead on. 
Right. Like they kind of cut away all the extra stuff. Like amazing, the Amazing Spider-Man was trying to build so much mythos behind it. Like everything's connected. Peter Parker's parents right. created the spider, and then the rhino, and then the vulture, and then the eels. Like they created everything. Like like tr- like just making this shared universe before anything, and right. then Homecoming just sort of stripped that all away and said, "Let's tell a great story about a great hero and get and, him okay, now, really right." Compare this to you have the the Marvel comic book, the six one six Marvel universe that has had what, almost 60 years now, 50-something years, of being able to unfold this mythology and tell Mm -hmm. these stories and create these origins. In the early 2000s, they rebooted their own series with a kind of a side storyline called the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. And they kind of made it younger and reimagined the modernized versions of those classic characters. But in the Ultimate Universe, eventually it just kind of turned into them rolling out characters as quickly and rapidly as they could. And in the Ultimate Spider-Man, that basically meant Oscorp created everybody. Oh, really? And that's pretty much what they were doing in the Amazing Spider-Man. The Andrew Garfield ones is just like, look what Osborn made. All of the villains. In this one, you have a little bit of a different feeling. You have a different vibe. A lot of this stuff is coming from uh, the Chitari stuff or, or just different things like that. But it doesn't feel like you're forced to introduce everything and everybody all at once like they did with the Sony movies. That that feels very Justice League. Yeah, it, it's it. Yeah, it it provides a reason for the Vulture to be the Vulture, because mm-hmm. you have all this alien tech flying around. I mean, it's just like it's so like they couldn't have done it any better. Like you right. can't introduce Norman Osborn and this whole evil corporation because you would have known about that at some point. Right. In the but MCU. they still were able to bring a lot of Spider-Man oh, into yeah. this movie without making it feel forced. I mean, yeah. you had the Tinkerer. You had two shockers. <laughs> uh, you have the uh, the Prowler and an allusion to Miles Morales, and you got Betty Brand. What was the and, allusion to Miles Morales? Uh, okay, uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. Who you know he goes into intimidation mode. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That character is the Prowler, oh. who is Miles Morales's uncle. Oh. And he even says he's like, you know, I don't want these guns in this neighborhood. I got a nephew that lives around here. Oh. Miles Morales. I did not know that. Yeah. And, you know, you got uh, Betty Brant is on the school news. Matt Gargan is the Scorpion, and he's in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of Spider-Man stuff yeah. happening, and it doesn't feel forced. It feels natural. Well, in the next movie, they're going to force it and remind us that it all comes from one place. That's right. And then we'll go, ah, oh, Sony. They're going to have to force that Venom crossover, and it's going to make us all What's mad. What's up with that Venom movie, man? I don't know, man. I think, I don't know. It's like, it's like when you have somebody, imagine somebody singing a special at church and they're doing fine, but then they start feeling themselves and they go for those, like, you know, they're going for the special notes. They're trying to American idol it. And it's like, oh girl, no, you should have stopped. You were doing okay before. (laughs) But the minute they put their finger up to their ear and start going up and down with the other hand, uh, so I see you want, by you, you're, you're what, what do you what do you, you what do you, what you want what do you want them to do in the sequel? Like what would you? I mean, granted, we don't know what happens in Infinity War, Avengers Four. Like what would you want to see? They definitely set up that the Scorpion's out there. He's yeah. going to come after him. You know, anything's possible. It's possible. Uh, I didn't think of this. I think Steven mentioned it to me that uh, the whole process of Happy Hogan and they're moving the Avengers Tower. Who bought Avengers Tower? Wouldn't it be something if it was Norman Osborn? I want it to be Norman Osborn. 
Wouldn't that I be want, cool? I would. Like, I think that'd be a great Phase Four or Phase Five. Like if they do like a secret invasion. That's what I'm talking about. If they if if they introduce Norman Osborn and he's crazy, and maybe right. he's the Green Goblin, and we know right. he's crazy, right. but nobody else knows he's crazy. But if they yeah. that that's what I want them to set up a crazy megalo- megalomaniac running the country because I think it has some parallels. Right. That I just want to see the dark apocalyptic villains are running the show exactly. everything. Exactly. That'd be so great. Just so we can get to the last scene and it's Hugo Weaving as Red Skull wearing Captain America's uniform like at the end of Old Man Logan. <laughs> so disturbing. Yeah. It's but a yeah, dream. That that's what I, that's my dream that they introduce Norman Osborn and they do Secret Invasion and somehow we get to Dark Reign and then oh and it's going to happen because in Ragnarok Asgard is coming to the United States. Park it over Broxton, Oklahoma. It's all you need. Century dies. Oh, I need Century so bad. I love Century. I love Century. That was such a cool concept for a character. Okay. Yeah, the golden god of good. He's a real character, but he's not a real character. Everybody forgot that he existed. So that's what I want. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe Kevin Feige's listening to this. Kevin, Kevin, do us a solid, man. Make it happen. So what do you think Avengers 4 is going to be? We're way off. I have no idea. I have no idea. Do you think it's connected to Infinity War? Like, do you think Thanos dies in Infinity War? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Whatever it is, I think it's going to be serious and it's going to be solid. I I don't know. It's got to be. We talked about it last time, or my show. I think it's Infinity Gauntlet and Carol Danvers. I don't know. Like, I'm just, that's what what it's got to be. But they keep saying that they can't sell the title because the title will say. Yeah will ruin Infinity War. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's insane. So maybe this One day we'll look back and we're going to say, oh, do you remember we had this conversation? It's so obvious now. My hope is that, so we sit through Infinity War and they have their post-credit scene, then they have the end-credit scene, and then it turns into the title card for what Avengers colon is. That's what I want. Avengers colon. That's what I want. (laughs) Maybe Take it like that, a man, Thor. Not exact title. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he's not that kind of doctor, though it is. <laughs> it was doc. Who is Donald Blake? It's just a shirt that he borrowed from his girlfriend. Uh, I, dude, I love the Vulture in this movie. I had a hard time not sympathizing with him mm-hmm. and liking him. That scene when he's driving them to the dance, oh and gosh. you can see him figure it out put the pieces together yeah and and the traffic light is on his face and uh-huh. just he it lights up green and he you yeah. can see him just go ah yeah when i remember when i saw the movie and the door opens and he's there i thought yeah. oh no he figured out who peter parker is and he's gonna mm-hmm. kill his girl i'm like oh no it's his it's it's her dad oh that's yeah. even better mm-hmm yeah so delightful yeah and not the most villainous thing. He's like, hey, you saved my daughter's life, so just stay out of my way, mm-hmm. and we're even. We're yeah. good. And I thought that was kind of... If you're the villain, that's a stand-up move. You don't have to do that. <laughs> you're a, Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Doesn't mean you're a bad guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, Spider-Man's suit in this. Good-looking suit. How do you feel about the um, techie gadget Brookstone sharper image thing going on there? I like it. I think it makes it fits well within the MCU, and I like though that it gets to a point where he loses that and he goes back to his old suit. I think 
if it didn't have that moment, I would feel like mm-hmm. we were missing something. But because right. it goes back, he gets the suit taken away. He gets to figure out that he really is a hero. I think if it didn't have that part, I would be like, oh, man, I wish he just had a normal suit. So mm-hmm. since they have the two, I, I'm totally fine with it. And, and, it does, feel- and it's got great moments with the training wheels, protocols, and all that. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> I don't care if this – listen, I just want – I want all of my clothes to have Jennifer Connelly narrating from within them. That's <laughs> just a dream of mine. It really I don't is. Know, I don't know what you treasure in your heart, but that for me, that's hashtag goals. <laughs> was it The Labyrinth? Was that the first Jennifer Connelly movie you remember seeing? For for me, yeah, yeah. and uh, Which is weird, because I think when that movie came out, I was 10, and she was like 15. And oh, oh my goodness. I it's, it's always those her. crushes where you're like, Man, you convince yourself as a 10 year old, this could actually, like, I this could, could actually her, happen. And I she reminds me her. of the babe, you know, though. But here's the problem is I still go back and watch Labyrinth and I still have feelings, but she's still 15. <laughs> and now it's not okay. It's like I'm Matthew McConaughey going, I get older and they stay the same age. All right, all right, all right. And one ought not go there. That's a labyrinth we ought not navigate. <sighs> Wow, we got off the rails. You are tired, Tony. <laughs> it's been a long week, sir. All right, so, so let me tell you uh, my wife's favorite part of this movie. Oh, please. I because love even though I've yeah, interacted I love with her, her barely. <laughs> you know, a sidebar, the other day when we were talking and and your your daughter came in to say goodnight and just mm-hmm. wonderful, adorable, you have a precious child. I believe that your wife was just off to the outside, and I feel bad after we disconnected that I never addressed Alicia. That's I never a, they said, can, They oh. can't hear you anyway because I've got my headphones on. Okay, so tell her I said hi that time, and we'll I be will. even. But I just felt bad that I never said anything. I'm like, oh, you know what? Scott would have said hi if it was my wife that walked in. Well, that's that's the one way I'm better than you, Tony. <laughs> so what, <laughs> what, what did Sheena spouses. think about this movie? She, um... Or like... It was Pepper Potts. When when Pepper Potts came out at the end, she was glad. She was happy because she she really loved the Tony Stark Pepper Potts thing, mm. and they kind of alluded to it being on a break in Civil mm-hmm. War. So when Pepper Potts came out, she thought this was this was all is right in the universe again. Until Thanos shows up, and I don't know. But my wife will go south on a movie real quick. I mean, she's done. She'll never watch another Star Wars movie after they killed Han Solo. She said, I'll never watch another Star Wars. And she means it. Wow. Um, she straight up said, she, she's on our um, episode 66, which is coming out uh, about death and character. She said, if they kill Iron Man, she's getting up and walking out of the theater. And she's done with MCU. She missed Rogue One so good. I know. But if she doesn't like characters dying, she's going to hate Rogue One. That's true. It's kind of the point of the movie. It's like, you like that character? Sorry. Not so fast. Captain Antilles made it out, though. And CGI Leia. Anything else in this movie jump out at you as just wonderful? No, I, we didn't even talk. Like, the action's great. The boat scene's great. The scene that he watched the monuments so great. And I love that he didn't win in the boat scene. Yeah. Iron Man had to come bail him out. Yeah, that is a great scene where he's like, if you even cared, you'd really be here. And then Tony just walks out of the suit. Walks out of the suit. There's, so, there's just great little moments like in there like that, like you talked about where he walked, just walks up and the vulture's there. And that, yeah. that scene in the car, that's 
I mean, that may be top 10 in the MCU. Just yes. it's such a good, good scene. And it really comes off because you you see the, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. You see that like right behind Michael Keaton's eyes. I don't know yeah. if he is a crazy person, but he, <laughs> he plays it really, really well. He does. He's just fantastic. And uh, I, I guess talking about that, we need to see how he ranks with the other Marvel villains because the Vulture, and we can go ahead and skip the shockers and your tinkerers yeah. of this movie, but out of, out of uh, 10, 10 out of 10 web shooters here, how, how, does, how does Michael Keaton's Vulture do? I give him seven. Just Why seven instead of eight? Because there's not like the grandiose nature of it. And that's what, again, that's what I like about this movie. Like he's not trying to end the world. He's trying to save his family. And right. so, but it's just, you know, well, Loki tried to take over the world. So you get you get bumped up more if you're trying to take over the world, I think. Yeah, but Malekith tried to destroy the world, and I think he came in at a solid three. Yeah, well, he also sucked, and you couldn't see anything behind his <laughs> eyes. Because, okay. Oh, no, that's that's, so, his, that's the, our, the Dark Elves. You couldn't see anything behind the eyes. If the quantifier is behind the eyes, I was terrified every time they did an eyeball shot of Michael Keaton. I, I have to give him an eight. Yeah. I have to give him an eight just because his performance was so... Mwah. Yeah, no, he, he is... He's more menacing than Malekith, and Malekith was trying to destroy the world. Who is he not more menacing than, uh, aside from possibly Loki? I mean, he's up there, man. Loki, Thor, Killmonger, because Killmonger had a lot of conviction. Fair enough. Killmonger hadn't come out at this part yet, but uh, but yeah, I can agree with you. Yeah, so I'd say those guys. I mean, they're, he's so he's top three, maybe top five out of... 18 movies that's not too shabby for no, a street level guy and he was batman yeah, he was he was freaking batman <laughs> well so what about the movie overall what are we talking uh out of 10 here uh, i'm probably same thing i'm probably like a seven out of ten i was like so going leading... i was going six or seven out of ten just because it's good but again it's always back to is it winter soldier level so i think it's closer no. to winter soldier than not so i, I think it's seven is solid for spider-man homecoming uh, again i would roll up to an eight but i can it, i can cop to the fact that it's my personal love of spider-man yeah. that probably bumps it no if they had a wolverine movie i'd like well when we talk about captain marvel in 10 months it's 10 <laughs> out of 10 just because right? yeah it's just because. 10 out of 10 can yeah. we go does, does this one go to 11 i mean just <laughs> I'm already there with Captain Marvel, so. That's awesome. Well, any other final thoughts? Any memorable quotes or? When the librarian asks Ned what he's doing, it's very inappropriate, but it's very <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you just see the panic in his eyes. And he's, you can, the, the math is happening. He's going, what can I say? You know what? This is better than what I'm actually yeah. doing. So that. And he's, I don't even know his, I think his, I don't even know his name, but he's so good in that role. Yeah. It's great. And, and I want to not like that character. I want to just not like that he exists in this movie. It's so unnecessary, but he, he does. I, I love him. I love him when he puts the suit on. I mean, it's so funny. Oh, we, we didn't talk about Marissa Tomei, which obviously Tony Stark references as hot Aunt May, but <laughs> like... They play it up so well. Like, she's totally oblivious. But when they go to the restaurant, like, she's getting free dessert and all this stuff. I mean, that's (laughs) just such a great little thing to add into it, which is awesome. So much so that in the pretty credits at the end, when they show her name, that's what they show is her there with waiters dancing around her. Marissa Tomei now is as old as B. Arthur was in The Golden Girls. And you would shut your mouth. Is that true? Yes. 
Like, B. Arthur was 55 when they did the Golden Girls. And Listen. I remember being was like, wow, those ladies are so old. And they're like, wait, that's hot Aunt May? That's so weird. I can't understand. I can't wrap my head around that. You know, what a time to be alive when people age so well. Just like you and me, Tony. That's right. Just gracefully and graciously. Prime grade A beef right here. <laughs> Well, Scotty, tell us uh, where all the Nerd of God crew can find you on the interwebs. You can find me on Twitter at Scott Heger or at Christian underscore nerd. Or just check out my website, thechristiannerd.com. There you can see all my podcast episodes and get subscribed and listen. It's conversations much like happen on the Nerd of God cast, but there's only one of me. So it's not as funny, not as insightful. That's right, but six times more efficient. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, so next time we get together, we're going to be talking Thor Ragnarok. On the Christian Nerd Podcast. And there's nothing standing between us and Avengers. I'm so excited. I just, I'm, yeah. I really, like, I'm past the point of being excited. I'm just like, I just want it to happen because I haven't watched the trailer and I don't look at the things. They released all the posters, which look awesome, mm-hmm. all the character posters. I'm just like, yeah. yes! I can't wait. Uh, you got your ticket yet? I do. We will be there. Are you, are you Thursday or Friday? Thursday night, 7 o'clock. All right. Well, I'm, uh, that's, we will be getting out about the time that you're going in. Just, so. send, me, just send me what the title is, please. <laughs> no, don't, 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 do, don't do that. I will definitely do it. Thanos on ice. Did you see the letter that they posted? I did. The Russo brothers did? Yeah. I think I, that, that's what made me think they were going to show the title card at the end. How cool was that of them to say, there are very few people that actually know the plot of this movie. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that happen before ever. Yeah. And don't spoil it. I won't. And, I won't. I promise. And if you spoil the ending, you go straight to hell without waiting in line. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It overpowers the cross. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Forget it. All right, Scotty. Well, have a great night. Thank you for being with us on the Nerd of God cast. Anytime. This is my last time on the show ever, probably. So thanks for having me. Yeah, we will be canceled shortly after this. It has been foretold. At least my appearances. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. Do you guys agree with that? Amazing. Vulture was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw it it twice in theaters. I was at the edge of my seat. I was in tears. (laughs) I was at home. (laughs) <laughs> did you guys see did you guys see Spider-Man Homecoming no nope. yes you didn't see it Julia oh, you're off the show get right yeah, out of town I saw it twice though. I slept through the second one so no you didn't you did no neither of us did we saw it together I know I thought we were was... the only ones in that theater oh yeah that's probably why but we didn't fall asleep came we close. just talked loudly throughout the movie to each other and came we did make a lot of jokes boy you guys are so annoying <laughs> I think that if I was in that theater and you guys were talking I would probably have to kill we you we did that because nobody else was no in but the I think if, it, if I was in it with you like and it was just the three of us and you thought that that was okay I would have to kill you we Too know soon. better because Talavera house rules oh my goodness yeah. I would kill you so hard I'm sorry <laughs> does that stuff annoy you when people talk during movies I would Cal L myself <laughs> Can you stop saying that? <laughs> yeah, after what when I'm when uh, I'm watching movies with Tony, I gotta be careful because you know me, I'm a wow guy, I'm a wower. Wow, you're so a like, wow. Owen Wilson. Wow, I like wow, 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 wow. Yeah, what is he watching a movie out of nowhere? Wow, no, 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 no. This is like, EJ's. <laughs> this is this Whoa. is EJ's wows. Wow, like it's that it's that over the top. Wow. Every- but then if you're watching a movie with him and something happens, he won't make any noise. He will lean forward and put his hands up like, what? <laughs> and then every once in a while he'll give a, 
Whoa. Whoa. That's, he's, whoa. that's, that's he's just Owen how Wilson and, and Joey Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Is it, wait, me. is that an actual true thing? Is there is there a difference in watching a movie? With, I don't know that I've ever. What? what? Yes. I, okay, I, I've watched movies with black people, but I don't know if I've ever. I mean, because I. I, I, I go, missed what he said, but I'm caught up now. <laughs> you know, with, with black people. I've seen movies with people of, of a variety of different ethnic backgrounds, but like I don't know that I've ever watched it in that kind of. I saw Black Panther down on OBT <laughs> that was, at, at Artagon. I mean, it's kind of. Well, I remember I saw. That's the black movie experience, isn't it? I saw Creed in theater, and mm-hmm. I think me and my friend Blake were the only. Oh, and um, <laughs> we're just going to say Creed. Excuse so. me. I can't, you can't control a sneeze. I was going to say, I can't do word in a second. Is, yeah. there, is there a difference, Martiche, in, in what, what is the difference? Like, and, and not just like the goofy, like, white people be watching movies like this. Oh, my goodness, this is so entertaining. <laughs> and, and, and black people be watching movies like this. Like, say, man, you dropped your pistol when you busted in the window. That's your rear end, I guess. I don't know. Like, And I thought that's the Chinese it. jokes were the most offensive. That's exactly it. Something's what? wrong here. They just react more. Like, like uh, my uh, cousin's girlfriend was a uh, wa- watching a horror movie, and she was just like, "Get out, get out, get out!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, I'm it's get out." We're watching Get Out. Yes, <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> Calm now, down. It's just a movie, but but they get so into the movie, and, and then they just start reacting like audibly. To what it, you know? What's worse is I've watched a movie with somebody before who, and we were like at their house, so we weren't in theater, and she's like asking me questions about the movie, and we had not seen it. Oh. So she's like, where'd he, where's he coming from? Like, what's his deal? And I'm like, did I get here before you? Like, <laughs> I've never seen worst. it. Why are you asking Somehow I know things you don't know. If yeah. we watch this, we may find that out. Just shut up. So uh, honestly, I'm going to tell you, probably my number one pet peeve when it comes to things like that is is people talking during movies. Like, mm-hmm. it really is like mm-hmm. on the top of my list of things that annoy me. It is huge to me. And, and EJ is not lying. Like, I have a rule in my house yeah. like for real like I don't pause movies Mm-mm. we don't like we don't get up and make popcorn in the middle of the movie like you get your stuff you get situated and or you can go watch a movie somewhere else like or if you use a restroom you're gonna miss it that's yeah. a, I'm not I don't stop the movies yeah. Talavera house rules I, I know it sound it's like a jerky thing but I want that movie experience to be pristine and that's why I have a really like I hate going to the theater because mm. you just can't control listen you don't know someone mm. around you might just not take it very seriously and they, they might be, have a baby Oh, oh that's man. the worst one. Oh, like, yes. listen, if, you, if you have a, if you, if you have what, if you have a baby in a movie theater, and the reason was you couldn't get a babysitter, then you're not going to the movies. There was one time I remember we went and saw Spider-Man three in the theaters, and I think Tony, you had already seen it. Oh yeah, but there was, and it was a crowded theater. It was like the day of, and we brought a big group there, and this dude in the row in front of us kept talking. So mm. Tony went, "Hey, shut up." In the middle of the theater, <laughs> and the guy goes, "Do some." So Tony did some. Oh, what did he do? What did he do? I went and got the manager. And got the manager. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't get like. I was like, "Wait, what?" Put like, him up. It was Put just Spider-Man up. Three, you guys. I think the worst experience I ever had was seeing the Dark Tower. One because the movie was bad, and then some. The people behind me, the guy was literally explaining what happened in the movie to the person next to him as it was happening. It's like I don't think they were blind because they were like pointing at everything, and it's like. Excuse me. Wait, wait. Can you would not it, figure it out yourself? Would it have been better if they actually were blind? 
Then it would have been like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was a little afraid. Audio yeah, description. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> he just hired the guy to just describe the movie. I, 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 would to, love, oh. I would love to be that guy. I would describe the movie so wrong on purpose. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris yeah. Pratt walks in carrying his, his Walkman cassette player. By the way, I thought this was Star Trek. Trust trust me. It's the same movie. <laughs> there's, a, there's a trash panda next to him. I thought it was Chris Pine. <laughs> no, it's Chris Hemsworth. Okay, so that's my personal thing of like what annoys me. What, what annoys what, what really grinds? Gears. What annoys you, Julia? I really hate it when people don't know how to apologize properly. Okay, wait, mm. give an example. So the other day someone hurt my feelings, just like very like obviously my feelings were hurt. So they messaged me on Facebook and they're like, I'm sorry you reacted that way. That is not an apology. That is not an apology. I'm sorry you misunderstood what I said. No, no that's not an that, apology either. either. The that's whole point is you're supposed to swallow your pride mm -hmm. and just like, realize you hurt someone's feelings. And, and admit it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I me, did message them back. Like I did not too. message them back. I was like, mm -mm, no. Because it's still putting it on you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like, oh, you received it that way. No, I'm sorry that it's your fault that you're sad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you feel that way. Yeah, yeah. yes, that is annoying. What that annoys what, me. What annoys you, Stephen? <sighs> Lots of things. Um, one thing that annoys what the first thing that comes to mind is when you're driving mm -hmm. and the dude in front of you goes to turn and he doesn't put his blinker on. Uh, I hate that. I think like, you hate it's me, generic. Stephen. But I hate it so much, and Tony does it all the time when I'm in the car with him, and I never say anything, but it annoys me. The truth comes the out. The shade, it just got like a lot colder in here. I'm really sorry, Stephen. That's not something I would ever have done to you on purpose. It's okay. do, you, do you forgive me? I'm not responding. Actually, I don't drive fast though. Like I, dr I drive probably annoyingly slow. If there was like report cards from our community, they probably say the guy with the Nerd of Godcast sticker drives way under the speed limit all the time. Yeah. Realistically, though, one of the things that really annoy me is when like I call or text somebody and they never respond to me. I like really, ever? especially like if they have like the thing where it says that they've read it and then they don't respond. Now, now I know you're annoy you're ignoring me. So please don't do that. Okay, so sometimes that's just, that's a necessary thing. Like sometimes young people, you millennials, hmm. don't realize that texting is not the best way to communicate. Neff was texting me some god awful stupid thing today about Gilligan's Island actors, whether they were alive or not. <laughs> Why would you do and that? And I'm like, I you have a phone in your hand. Do you not have the Google? Like I have the Google. I don't know Wait, if Don Wells is alive Google? or not. Was he asking you? He was asking me. Is Gilligan still alive? Is Don no. Wells still alive? Bob what Denver about the professor? Like and he was he was it was like randomly asking me these questions and I, I have to keep stopping what I'm doing I'm actually doing a job that requires my hands on the keyboard and I have to stop turn pick up unlock my like make my face recognize on my phone unlock it open the thing look at his text type a response put it back down what about the professor oh my gosh <laughs> I mean honestly well for me I don't I don't like phone calls anymore when somebody calls me I feel like it's like an urgent like emergency no I've, that's I've how seen I feel like. I don't, I don't answer phone calls. Not that uh, you a two-minute conversation. On the I phone. don't know if it's going to be two minutes. <laughs> oh Who calls you and talks for an hour? But it's fun. Well, people. No, I think it's because every time EJ calls, he's like, "Hey, can I talk to you for five minutes?" It turns into an hour-long conversation. Hey, so hey, I think hey, he hey. assumes that everyone's the like, problem. Might but be I don't you. call people though. I don't. I text you. Listen. I get the text thing, but after it, it, my rule is if if the text conversation requires more than three texts, uh -huh. you have a phone in your hand. Just use the phone. Yeah, it'll be over with much faster and with fewer. And so you can't get mad. Uh, Scott Higa and I have a rule. But what and, if you're and on Scott the Higa tells me if you're on the toilet, text away. You ain't got nowhere to be. 
But Scott Higa has a rule, and he's he's like, listen, if you don't text me back right away, I won't get my feelings hurt. I'm not like a super sensitive millennial. And I'm like, thank you, thank you. Finally, someone who, if I look, I, sometimes I have things to do. Someone, sometimes I just don't want to talk to you. Just because I bought this thing doesn't mean you have access to my life all the time, whether I'm awake or whether I'm asleep or whether I'm on the toilet or whether I'm having you know a, a date night with my wife or whether I'm praying uh, or what you know. Most of those are fairly unrealistic, honestly. I feel like you're talking directly at me right now. <laughs> uh, well, you're the one who brought it up, and I'm annoyed at you right now. EJ, what annoys you? Um, I mean, it's even necessarily take mine, but for me, it has a lot to do with driving. I've been driving for a while now. I hate driving, <laughs> and I hate driving in Florida. I just, people, a lot of people just like the Sunday drive. A lot of people are in the fast lane that are driving slow. Me, I'm always on a mission. So, like, when I'm driving, it's not like I'm speeding Man, everywhere, but it's like... You got places to be. I just I got places to be. So I feel like a lot of people a lot of people just either they don't really know how to drive or they don't care. And I think it's really that they don't care and it's all about that. Like people on motorcycles. I, did, I, I mean, just are asking for death. That's really my annoyance. I mean, Florida I, I'm just gonna generalize and say Florida drivers because I've been in Florida now for quite some time and I've had a lot of issues. You know where's bad driving? Mm-hmm. Ecuador. I mean, my dad yeah. used to live there, and yeah. they had this thing that they call the Ecuadorian left. Like, there's like five lanes of traffic, and someone will be in the far right lane, and be like, yeah. "Oh, we got to turn left. Good luck, everybody else," and just <laughs> oh, go wow. for just it. Cut right across. <laughs> they just go for it, and it happens all the time. I'm and taking it. mountains, and it's like you could die so easily. <laughs> wow, it's so bad. The What's off the side of that road? Nothing. No, exactly. <laughs> just gravity. Or in Puerto Rico, like when you're driving up the mountain. Oh yeah. And there's nothing on the side. Oh, there's like yeah. no like thing to Rail? protect you. Yes. <laughs> You could just no. fall and die, and no one would find you for like weeks because it's just all of this like. Because there's no power there. And ladies, well, that's well no, true. it's not about my heritage. It's because I'm literally true. driven. No, on I it. know, I know. It's. <laughs> I feel like I should be uh, more annoyed about that. But I know they just they the the road that I take. I take one road to get home. It's a four minute drive from my house. Yes. To 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 church, and that's that's all I drive. Like I'm, except for when I have to go to Target. Like I don't go anywhere. Yeah. And that one road home, they made the red light a don't turn on oh red. Oh my. Yeah. Goodness, can we talk oh, and about I'm so this? pissed about. You know that what you right do? Now. You do what right. I did the other day, and you just cut through the church. That's right there. That's what I did. That's illegal, Stephen Salisbury. I did it. Listen. If a cop catches you, you're gonna get a ticket. Are they? Sure? You can't yeah, just say illegal. You can't just say I came by here to worship yeah. quickly. Oh, what yeah. you do is you pull into the parking spot real quick, uh-huh. and then you pull back out like, oh, I, I thought they were open, but they're closed. So oh, lying, well. lying is the way to get around that. Not lying. Seriously, in a church parking lot, telling a story that's not true. That's no, you know like what I do? What? I just go up Anderson instead. Oh my god, it's goodness. called acting. <laughs> acting. It's just what I do. Work up some tears acting. or tell them you have to poop. See, we were talking about this the other day. I need to go to like a city hall, like. I'll uh, parks and rec. Well, and I think I need they, to go ahead and I think they, share my grievances. I think they put that in there because there are a lot of accidents there for people. Are there? Who, I've uh, never. I've been taking that I've for almost seen, a year. I've seen at least three. I haven't seen it. I've never seen any, and I take it every single day, sometimes but twice a day. There's a reason for everything. Yeah, because they want to annoy people. <laughs> I saw an accident. The only, the the only good thing is <laughs> now I have to stop, and I can hit that pokey stop at the church. There you go. And that's all I'm saying. So what's Terrible is when you go up there at like five o'clock and the oh, yeah. literally there's like a mile and a half like wait. Yeah, but and now it's gonna be three and a half miles because they can't turn on red. Marty, what annoys you? <clears throat> oh, here we go. And the Prepared. wind up and the pitch. I have a list. One thing that really grinds my gears, and my family knows this. When too. people invite themselves to Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's we'll talk about that later. Oh. Oh. I'm in trouble. But most specifically bad grammar. Oh, oh. man. I hate run-on sentences. When someone texts me a run-on <laughs> sentence, I'm gonna say declined. If you ha- message if you, declined. If you hate bad grammar, you shouldn't be texting. 
I don't think people use good grammar on texting. Nope. Well, see, I like met someone the other day and I was talking to them and they kept, I thought it was just at first, like they just happened by accident maybe, but they don't know the different forms of two. Like T-O-T-W-O. Yeah. You see that a lot on Twitter. No. Oh, you see that a lot so on Twitter. Like you're and you're. Listen, I have, there and there. I have yeah. a sticker that I'm just aching to put on the back of my van right now. I made it already and Uh-oh. it's just asterisk Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Oh, please do. And it's just like, <laughs> I saw. I feel like I spend so much time correcting people's grammar, if not anywhere, but in my head. I saw online one time it was a student council president, like, uh, uh, ad, like a poster, and it says, like, the guy's name was, like, Todd. It was, like, your friend, your something, your future president, but it was Y-O-U-R for each one of them. Or it was Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. So then the, his running, the guy running against him just had a, his picture was exactly the same, except he was doing, like, figure goods, and it seems like Mark, and it just said Y-O-U-R like, asterisk, like, he was correcting his grammar. It was the best thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. But my mine is more specific though to run on sentences because I'd, I'd rather you send like five, ten short messages that I can just like take yeah. a pause. Periods are free as opposed to a paragraph where there's no punctuation whatsoever. You gotta guess. And just hit then, that space bar twice, bro. And then I, I get out of breath so in my head, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness. I've lost track of what the message was, and it's just—it bugs me. Uh, I can see that, like you're, you're <laughs> it really bugs me. Your so, arm hair is bristling right now. So now all we're ever going to do is just text you right on sentence. Please don't. I will delete. Just call Marty. Don't text him. Just call him. <laughs> I don't think I've saved your number. I think I have your number, but I've never saved it. Really, Steven? He it's called me one time at like Steven. one in the morning. Hey, he's already got one black friend. He doesn't need another one. Steven, it's 2018. Okay, get it right. Come on. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he said, but I love he it. He said he's met his quota. <laughs> uh, um, people are talking. Okay, you know what? You know what bothers me? I pay a lot of money every month to a company to provide me with internet services. Ooh. Here we go. And Speak I, about preach. it. And I want to know preach. why. From time to time, I have to get up and unplug my box and plug it back in. And if I want better service, I call them, and they will say, uh, "Have you tried unplugging the box and plugging it back in?" Yes, I have. Your service sucks. Yeah. <laughs> when the Wi-Fi doesn't work, I, and I look at my phone, and it's like on Wi-Fi, and then I got to turn it off of Wi-Fi, and I got to use my data. And I have unlimited data. Still bothers me that I got to use my data. But you can't mm. use your data to watch Netflix on your TV. No, because that'll take a lot of it. Yeah, frustrates oh, me. Yeah. I know that's what I'm frustrates saying. me. My, when, fa- my family. Or like if I'm sitting there and I'm, and I'm yeah I'm watching I'm watching a show on the Hulu machine. <laughs> And all of a sudden, it's like no connection, and I have to get up from my chair and walk across the room and unplug the thing and plug it back in. It's like, what in the world, man? These are such petty problems I that know. anyone else in the world would be happy to have. I know. Right. When my mother, Not people in Europe, when my they have mother grew internet. up, my mother grew up. She had to leave the house to go poop. She had to walk across the yard to a little tiny room in the in the yard. The good and, old days. And if it was occupied, you're going in the woods, like. Oh my goodness! If you were lucky, there was a pillow on the side. <sighs> yeah, we we got <laughs> with a hole in the we middle. We used to walk 15 miles uphill in the snow. Both ways, to school, yeah. and no we shoes. liked it. We never complained. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't like being touched when I don't want to be touched. Mm. I don't have a weird like you. If you touch me, I'm not going to go ee or anything like that. But there's touchy people. There's people that are just like Steven. feely, touchy people. And when they're person. on me, uh, I don't like people to be on. It's a personal space thing. I think. Yeah. Have you ever met somebody that just Steven? Mm-hmm. Oh, she she's leaning in. Like this. Yeah, she's leaning in. She's close to his face. 
Yeah, we can't hear what you're saying. Or slappers, people that are like laugh and slap people. Mm. <laughs> like that? Whoa, that happened to yeah. me today. Leah slapped me. I was like, what is happening? I didn't mean to slap you that hard. Today. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I don't drink coffee. Mm. I don't either. But I think that there, there's a, a common enough thing that people who drink coffee ought to know that it does something to your breaths. Mm. And when you're when you're breathing in someone's face after you drink coffee, I am aware. You are sending me to hell in my nostrils. <laughs> Like, what's a nice way to say, hey, your breath is sending me to hell in my nostrils? You say, excuse me, your breath sucks. That's the nice way of saying it. Excuse me, sir, your breath is sending my nostrils to hell. <laughs> None of these. Please. And I don't appreciate that. I want you to imagine that my nostrils, please, have rejected the free gift of salvation as promised by the word, and they have died in their sin. <laughs> then they face a devil's hell. That's what your coffee breath is doing to me. Right now. That's how bad it is. It's I have a separate thought. May I go with it? Uh, yeah, please. You know what annoys me? What, what? grinds your gears? What Ask me. Yes, what annoys me? What grinds what your gears? You, oh, my goodness. I hate that when eyelashes don't do their job. The whole point Hashtag of eyelashes relatable. is to keep things <laughs> out of your eye. Rest and then the table just checked out. <laughs> It and betrays then eyelash you. itself gets in your eye. In your eye. It's what? like Judas. What have you done? You were supposed to. Your eyelash. You were the chosen one. Got this uh, ankle broken. <laughs> you are supposed uh, to bring over. balance to the eye, not destroy you it. You know what? Mm-hmm. That may be my worst thing. That gets me annoyed is getting something in my eye. Mm-hmm. I will literally just go crazy. There's times when I've gotten stuff in my eye, and I'll be sitting, and I'm like, if I just let it stay, it'll just do its job, and my body will just expel it, and it'll be gone forever. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to get super frustrated. I'm going to start crying. I'm just going to, ah, I'm going to jump out of the car in the middle of traffic, and then all of this will be over. Okay, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll top that. I'll um, top that, and then we're, we're going we're gonna to move on, but... The worst thing. If you had to close your eyes, you could still kind of feel and understand where things were based on your hand movement. Yeah. Because we have hand-eye coordination. We have that sensory of, like, where our body parts are moving, even if we can't directly see them, right? Yeah. Like, you can close your eyes and touch your nose. You, yeah. you know you know the just geography. You know the topography. Everybody who's listening just did it because it's like a weird challenge, That's right? Shit. Nailed it. But, Julia... Mm-hmm. Baby corn and mommy corn are talking, and baby corn says, "Hey, where's popcorn?" And when you get that popcorn stuck in your teeth, oh. no, what's worse? And is you're trying the- to find it with your tongue, and all of a sudden your tongue forgets that it knows where your mouth is, and mm. it's looking, and you're feeling it. You can feel it with your tongue, and then you go in there with your finger, and it's like, "Nope, psych, not here." And you're like, "Wait a second, where did it's it go?" Playing hide okay, hold on. And your, your tongue does a little more recon. It's like, okay, we got it right here, right here, right here, and you go for it. It's like, psych, not there. You're never gonna catch me. See, what's worse for me is when the kernel gets stuck in the back of your throat. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. That's, That's so why I don't go to KFC anymore. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is great conversation. Smoky Mountain Barbecue. So okay, so what? <laughs> so, <laughs> so what happens when you feel annoyed? Like, does it does being annoyed have like a, a, that frustration? Does that have like a physical effect on you? Do you feel like a tension in your body? I it like de- it depends on the situation. Because yeah. like, if I'm at work and I get annoyed, and if it's a customer that's annoying me, I just smile and then <laughs> have a good day, and then I just go complain. I think workers. that you think that you do, but I think that your face is more transparent than you're aware of. I don't. I don't have my one of my bosses says that uh, she. I can't even remember the thing now, but basically that she uh that you're not a good listener no <laughs> it's it's how she describes her face but it's in the fact that she uh 
like her va- face is very vocal, I guess, and I can't remember the term she uses now. Jim so, Carrey. Like, she can't not. Her face always reacts. So like, if someone My says dude. something stupid to her, she'll make a like like you're an idiot face. <laughs> but I don't have that. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's not that but you're an idiot face, that. but like, yeah, when when you're mad, like you can tell you're mad. Your cheeks change colors, and you're you always look like you're like not about to cry, like sad cry, but like about to mad cry. Like mad cry. I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it today. And then when you get like that, and, and, last and then when somebody angers you and you don't know, and you just like have that incredulous look, you're just like, my little me, like, what? Like that. You, and you yeah, someone's crying. like, are you mad? Are you okay? And you're like, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine. What are you talking about? Then what do you that, mean? I'm fine. And it's like, like you're throwing stuff. <laughs> like you just, I don't do that. You just kick that dog. I don't do that. <laughs> How could you say that? Yeah. Marty, <laughs> when you get when you get angry, do you, do you ever feel like you, you get angry too easily? Does Marty get angry? No. Who, who, I, here, who here gets angry easy? Like, it, like you're on a hair trigger. I don't think I get angry easy. Liar. It the Bible says be is. slow to anger. <laughs> the Bible does Thank say you, that. Julie. Yes, it does. True story. Preach. Yes. <laughs> but not everybody. I read that once. <laughs> Bob, it Bible also says, yes, you're right. We, ought not, eat, we ought not eat bacon or shrimp. And I had a bacon shrimp quesadilla for dinner the other night. <laughs> See, Ooh. you know, I, the only reason I know that is because one time I got angry and I don't get angry often. I get like sad more often than not. Awesome. Like, you know, that's my like my first reaction to something that bothers me. I get sad or upset. But when I get angry, I straight up don't know how to register, how to do anything because I, I'm just so often just not falls. angry, angry. So one day I went to like look up she the Bible like, and be like, what does the Bible say about anger? What can, what's going to calm me down? What's going to give me some peace of mind? And it was like, don't be angry. And I was like, what do you mean don't be angry? <laughs> I got so frustrated. I was practical. like, that's not helpful. Well, you know the Roman. Angry. Angry, being angry is a, um, is a, a feeling. You know, mm. Jesus got angry. It's what you do in your anger, which... Will uh, flip a table. determine whether or not right, but then it was like, like, like cut off things at their source. You know what I mean? Like before you sin, like don't even get angry. Yeah, and, that, and, that's what and so I was so frustrated angry. because I was like, I just want help. I yeah. don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, this is not helpful. Ephesians four twenty six. Yeah, don't let the sun go down here. In your anger, do not mm-hmm. sin. Yeah. Uh, which is super important because that's like that's just one of the fruits of the spirit is self control. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I get mad at Stephen. And I got. I have to decide. Do I want to like grab him by the throat, like Homer said? Why are you little? And you know, wow. just don't choke him. Um, but we don't. You know, we, we don't. We have to make good decisions when when we feel provoked, when our gears are a grinding. Do you want to be the person that's hanging out your window, uh, letting the other drivers know that they're number one? Do you want to be the guy, <laughs> you know, that takes someone out to the lobby of the movie theater because they were talking during Spider-Man Three, and you're like, "Let's throw down fisticuffs, do? fisticuffs, my good man." You know, <laughs> I'll splatter him, Uncle Scooby. Wait, I went coward the lion doing Scrappy Doo. Oh my goodness! Da 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 da. I'll butter your popcorn. When? What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn his microphone off. My anger turns into a polite gesture. <laughs> I'm gonna refill your drink. I swear I'll do it. I'll hold the door open for you. Don't make me. What you gonna, gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy Twix bars. Lots of them. I'm gonna share them with you. I'm gonna dust your granny's curio cabinet. (laughs) My granny's been dead for five years. Then I'll bring flowers. (laughs) I'll I'll refresh them. (laughs) Nev is is all about killing with kindness. Yeah. So so let me ask you. Here's a a shirt. I'll challenge you with with this one last thought. Uh, There might be a time. Consider that there might be a time when being annoyed is not a bad thing. 
there might be a time when being annoyed actually provokes you to doing something that you might not have done if you had just stayed comfortable with an unsavory or unhealthy position. Um, wh- whatever it might be in your life, in your personal life, my thought, my mind goes back to uh, a really weird and random story from the New Testament with the Apostle Paul. He's traveling and they're going to do some ministry. And there's this little girl that's following them. And she's got a little demon all up in her, all right? She is a demon child. And she's walking behind them, and she's screaming at them, screaming at them, the demon inside of her. It's like, you know, screaming at them. Um, in Acts chapter seven or 16, it says, um, Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, these men are servant of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. All right, so she's not lying. She's telling the truth, but she's doing loud it. She's doing it loudly and repetitively. It says she kept this up for many days. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, days. You're walking and she's following you, <laughs> screaming. These men are servants of the Most High. These men are servants of the Most High. These men are servants of the Most High. These men are... <laughs> Time to oh, sample it. I thought we were going to it. Oh, yeah. So finally, Paul became so... Now, this is Paul, man. Paul is just... He's so bad. I would have kicked her. Timothy. Timothy. Paul turns around. He becomes so annoyed, which the the word, which I won't even try to pronounce in in the Greek there, means he is managing his pain and he is is accomplishing his tasks with great labor. Like she is is constipating his soul. (laughs) Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and he said to the spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, I commit you to come out of her. And at the moment, that spirit left her. Why wouldn't that be the first thing? Like, oh, this girl's a demon. Let's deal with this for three days. Thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, we're done. We're done. Well, it was the wrong move because the guy that owned this little slave girl was mad and had them thrown in prison. Oh. But just, but listen, think about this girl now. What, what happened to her? We never follow her story. All of a sudden, this vexing fortune-telling spirit is out of her. A, she's out of a job now. But who knows what happened to her? Like, uh, we don't follow the rest of her story. We don't really know what became of her. But, like, clearly, whatever happened had to be preferable to having a demon in you that, I mean, girl, get this girl a lozenge or something like that. For three days, she's days she's screaming, these men are servants of them. Like, she's better off because he got annoyed. He got annoyed and, and took an action that, that brought about great, great, joy. It brought about a good thing. It brought them to the place where they were able to deliver the gospel and and, and do more and more things. What is it in your life that's annoying you just so much that you've got, if you were to act on it now, if you were to actually say, I'm so annoyed by this, I'm going to do something about it. And then you could do it and make a positive change in your life. You make a positive change in the world around you. When was the last time that we got irritated or, or ticked off because something wasn't right according to what God wanted? When we look and we can see injustice in the world, or we can look and we can see uh, unfairness, or people that, that should have that don't have, or, 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 or when, when we're empty and our lives are missing something that God wants us to have, we should get annoyed by that. We should say, God, your word says this. God, you see these people like this. God, they deserve this, and it's not happening for them, and that annoys me. I'm going to do something about that. I'm not going to just let this go. I don't know. I, I think that if we were able to get that mindset in our hearts and in our, in, our, in our functioning reality, God, the things that annoy you, I want them to annoy me. 
boy, imagine the way that we would uh, imagine the things that would grind our gears then. Imagine the things that would, uh, you know, change our lives and, and the, the actions that we would take. You know, some of the things that make us frustrated deal with other people. But what is how, how does God see other people? You know, if we could see them and, and shift and recalibrate in the things that annoy us, you know, we have to learn to accept certain things and we have to learn to stop accepting other things. So when we get annoyed, there's things to think about. There's things to do something about. Uh, but I just pray that not only would you, you know, calm down and seek peace and not get so easily angered or frustrated, but also find those things that that we should be making a difference on. Let those things annoy you. You know, let injustice annoy you. Uh, let let uh, lacks, a lack of compassion and Christ-like love in the church annoy you. Let spiritual ignorance and apathy annoy you. And then do something about it. Do something about it. Well, that is uh, that really is kind of brings us to the end of our journey tonight. That's about all the time we have uh, for this evening. Uh, we really enjoyed having you guys on the show tonight. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank, thank you, you. Martiche. You can never say that you've never been on our show anymore, Marty yeah. Mar. Now your now your homework between now and when you come back on eventually is to read a comic book. Marty yeah. loves homework too. That's like one of oh, his favorite yeah, it's, things. It's my favorite activity. I do it day and night. <laughs> <laughs> he pays a lot of money to do it. Actually, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Forcibly, hey, Nick's here. And, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, Julia, as always, you are an angel from heaven. Thank Yay. you for being with us tonight. Thank you. You that said so good sweet. things and good jokes. Leave us with one more joke. One more. Ah. Um. <laughs> Whip him out. Whip him out. Come on. Come on. Why was the broom late for class? Why was the broom late for class? It overswept. It overswept. <laughs> well, that's all. Were you going to step on her punchline, Stephen? <laughs> no, I was going to say because it, it. Yeah, Stephen was like about to. I was gonna, she asked me it. every other time. Oh, my goodness. There's no uh, broom for you. You're the worst. Well, just to give you guys a couple quick announcements, things that you guys can do to stay in contact with us. Don't forget our Instagram contest. Show us a picture of your collection. Tag Nerd of Godcast on the Instagram, and we might pick yours to win your own home game of uh, Obama Llama. Uh, also, if you're going to be in Orlando on May 24th through 27th, you want to stop by the Orange County Convention Center for the Megacon and uh, swing by Artist Alley and see us, swing by the merchandising vendors and see official Ness and Megacon. We'd love to uh, take selfies with you and hook you up with some sweet, sweet con exclusive Nerd of Godcast gear. And again, uh, check out our daily Devo. In between episodes, it's a great way for you to stay plugged in with what's going on. Every day we stop by and give you a quick two or three minute pick me up with some nerdy applications and some scriptural insight. So we hope that you guys can check that out. You can find that not only, I don't even know if we've actually properly advertised this, we have. not only on your Amazon Echo uh, Alexa device, but you can also find this now on iTunes. Uh, you can check it, check it out as a proper podcast and that's where you can get our whole back catalog on Amazon you can only get the the daily version but you can go uh, find almost all of our back catalog on iTunes just search for Nerd of God Daily so uh, lots of great ways for you to connect with us Uh, thank you guys so much for being with us tonight for the Nerd of God cast Uh, Steve-O Supremo Farad Nakam Official Ness We out The Big Man Quentin Gregory Neff Nighty Night Julia Cameron Colazzo. God bless you. And Marta Shea. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's Blelvis. <laughs> I got that one. And, uh, Blelvis has Over in the booth is Nick Sadler. <laughs> Goodbye. And my name is Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here.
Gadget <laughs> from his claw. Claw okay. from it's the bad guy. Yes. I heard Gadget snags. and I thought Go Go Gadget. In a world. Go Gadget, go. Ba-ba-da-ba-da. Inspector Gadget. Da-ba-da-ba-da. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo.